Hello and welcome to this episode 24 of the Northern Invasion podcast and you are joined by myself, Stu West, by Scott Smith. Happy Easter. By Liam Watt. Happy Jesus weekend. (laughs) (laughs) You returned (laughs) soon. And Nathan Watson. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) So yes, it's Easter. So Sunday, this is this is an interesting fact for you, which I'll probably edit out. But I learned this fact by <laughs> discussions with my uh, my father-in-law. Sunday is the first Sunday after the first full moon after the equinox, and that is Easter Sunday every year. So that's why it changes. Ah, so there you go. Look, you learn something about God on so this program so, it's nothing to so do it doesn't teacher, actually but... matter what day jesus came back from the dead it's just all about some moon that was just about chocolate it's the, well chocolate's involved i thought it was yeah. hymns at church i mean that when i was younger yeah there is there oh, is my hymns. lord there is oh, hymns lord. i'm sure there'll be a lot of people at church sneakily listening to ourselves look at that if we get out anyway anyway nonsense so uh we have got, well, it's been a, a couple of weeks since our last one. We've had a couple of events. We've probably had a, a, a bag full of happy hob- hobby. Uh, we've got some new releases. Um, we've got some exciting news about our Slow Grow campaign. Um, Northern Invasion sold out. Um, we've got our main prize that's arrived. So there's been a photograph of that floating around. And the weather is getting better. So it feels like spring is here. Um, so hobby. Hobby, hobby. Um, I've made a Knight Heralder. I've half painted him. I've done his base. I played with him at a tournament. Um, by half painted, I mean he's he's been base coated, he's been washed, and he's had some highlights. And he's got a base, but I need to pick some stuff out. I did all my trees for my um, for those bases that I've been working on for what's now months. Uh, I built them and sprayed them brown, basically. I didn't get beyond that, um, but I used them. And then got back from an event, and half of the branches are snapped. So I need to work out a way to effectively transport trees, I think, before I put too much effort into um, painting them. Um, what else have I done? I've uh, I've almost finished the Callis and Toll, um, the, the Silver Shard book, and I've bought the Maledictions book, which has got Rich Strachan's short story in. Who's going to come and talk to us about that this month? Did you, get it, um, did you get it signed? I didn't. You know, somebody did, and they beat me to it. I took it with Harper. me. I took it to Twin Realms. Was it Harper? Of course. I took it to Twin Realms to get it signed, and then I'd left it in my bag in the hotel room. Um, so I've seen John Harper's copy on eBay. It's ridiculous the price he's asking for this. <laughs> oh, you'd think you were from Aberdeen. <laughs> so anyway, that's my hobby. There's not much to it apart from playing games, but we'll probably touch on that when we come to uh, events and stuff. So what about yourself, Scott? What have you been up to? Uh, not 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 a huge amount for me. Um, I did build. I was off. I had a week off work. Um, but so, well, two weeks ago now, but so I did managed to get a little bit of hobby in there in amongst children watching. Um, so I did manage to build my, uh, actually I built it before, a Corpse Mirror Stampede. So I got it all based up the same scheme as my as my Feck army and I built 20 more ghouls and, well, I've got 30 in front of me here actually. So with, with the bases ready to, all built up and ready to get prime now. So that was the, the, the aim for that is... Uh, 
get an army ready for heat. Give me options for heat too, anyway. So I'll have choice of either taking the, the blister skin flares or or the evil gristle gore um, kind of net list to free heat too. So that's still got to wrestle with my conscience, my my, my good angel, but bad angel on my shoulder. They're, they're both whispering at me, so um, need to decide which way to go there. And obviously, a wee bit of painting required as well. So we've still got a few weeks for that. So there's still time. Uh, actually, we don't have that long, do we? <laughs> Two weeks, is it? <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it's, we'll uh, come not on. next week, but the week after. Yeah. <laughs> Two yeah, weeks. We'll, it's, actually, it's not that long. But we'll, we'll come on to heat two later. I'll, yeah. I'll ask you some questions because I'm not going. I'm not going. Yeah. I'm apparently climbing up Ben Hope. Is it called oh, Ben know. Hope? Is that a mountain? Could be. I don't I'm do. I don't do hill walking. No, no, neither do I. But apparently, I am. So there you go. That's why I can't go to heat two. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I've. W- w- uh, started introducing the my my favourite child into more into Warhammer. <laughs> so we had the boys in to the East Coast Bride Games Workshop with with Nathan last Saturday was it or Sunday? I can't remember now. It was uh, last Friday. Friday Saturday. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. The old days blended to one now. It's all it's all confusing. But anyway, it was a nice nice few hours in there. It was quite quiet. It was good. They 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 wandered about the shop with big wide open eyes, staring at all these lovely models. <laughs> and, can, can I get a night? No. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> can, I, can I get this? No. Um, so Ben came away with a little box of termagants from. Yeah, he's joined the hive. Forty k. So yeah, we built a few of them, and he's he's, he's very he's very happy. So we're, we're, I'm going to make him a little Ned army. Counts um, as ghouls. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and they had a wee little game of the the intro, Age of Sigmar starter set thing. So lasted a couple turns there, and then. That was enough. That's <laughs> all I could handle. So, uh, a couple of turns, five hours later. Three hours. <laughs> Nathan was looking at me funny, you know, it was dark outside. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much me, really. So, I'm not a huge amount myself. I've, I've been, I've bought some more things, that counts as hobby. So, I've, I've picked up a few more uh, snake ladies. So, I'm, I'm looking at, the aim is to build a, a nice temple nest army, um, perhaps with, with Norway in mind in September. Yeah. Um, so, that's the kind of medium grow. Uh, the slow grow. I've not, I've not I've not looked at it really since the last podcast, so I've st- still got a few things to do there for the for the first target. But that's basically me. Sounds good. What about yourself then, Liam? Been busy, busy, busy as usual. Uh, buy stuff, sell stuff. Uh, my tournament winning the Gash Army is now into the ether. He went on eBay and went to Global uh, Program, so I don't know where he is. He'll be in someone else's filthy table. Soon, I believe. Global program. What does that mean? It's a uh, it's global shipping. So you send it to eBay, their headquarters, and then they post it like abroad to save you All the right. charges. And then obviously it's protected because it goes under their terms and conditions. Obviously, if the box arrives with them, perfect conditions sort of things. Oh, right. Under their terms and conditions, it's their fault if it gets damaged between there and then. Oh, All right. right. How does that work? Is that just an option on? It's an option. Yeah. Seller? Uh, yeah, it's an option. Is also gives you a. Because obviously that was always the issue before, was if you send something to Spain or something and it didn't arrive in two weeks, they would claim that it's not coming. Even for obviously it's just yeah. long post, isn't it? It's the problem yeah. with uh, sending royal yeah. mail had that a few abroad. Times it's always it's always arrived and nothing's ever you know I've never had to pay pay every back or anything. I don't sell that much on eBay, but with anything, even with Facebook and stuff, it's never had been a problem with international stuff myself. But. Yeah. Does that sort of that it's cost just, a, a just lot safer. more? Is it? No, it does cost you now. Oh really? Protected? Yeah. yeah, it's just a part of 
yeah. just gives you obviously more business because obviously you're open then to anywhere. But obviously, remember, there's normally like countries you have to pay a lot more to send it to. So obviously, mm-hmm. you're sending it to the UK, paying a lower postage, and they're taking care of that charge. All right. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's interesting. Look at that. I learn something every time I speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> These youngsters, eh? The technology is wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> Ah, cool. And I've so, and I've uh, and I've jumped uh, on a hyped meta of buying a Slanesh army, and I'm right now. Hype it's it. grow. It's slow grow. Slow it grow. Cho- it, it was chosen for you. Yeah, Destiny picked it. So if it, if it's bent, don't blame me. You can't. And most people out. respect yeah. their choices as well. Yeah, yeah they do. I like we'll, some. We'll we'll come on to that in the ne- the next item on our Squeeze slow growth. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, ah. he doesn't believe in the normal. Uh, system of voting, but never mind. Wow, that's what happens, you say. No I means no. Like never trust, I bet you were a leader of the EU as well, weren't you? I bet you were a Brexit, yes. <laughs> never, <the> never, <laughs> never, never trust the votes. The voters. Oh dear, we're all getting yeah, political. Uh, We've been religious. Fine, we'll, get, we'll have another vote. That's what we'll do. We'll have another vote. <laughs> the people's vote. The second people's vote. A people's confirmation or whatever it is. Uh, so what else have you been up to then? Have you playing what games? Have you been building uh, and painted. Oh. Uh, well, thirty demonettes are sitting in front of me right now, built ha- partly painted. Two heralds, five health striders, and then rapturous to somewhere. Five slow growth. Slow growth. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, as far as there was no terms and conditions on how quick I painted it. Like so. Or if you need to stick to what was voted for, yes, there's no exactly. Terms there was no terms and conditions. I signed no wafer. I you don't have to, well, well we'll talk about it in a minute uh, into the uh yeah the the timings i suppose you can you can go ahead of yourself and then yeah there's nothing to well, stop it's, it's, people i will i will probably more have like a 2000 point army and i'll just add to it constantly with my points and obviously yeah. gives my summoning pool sort of thing yeah uh, and then halfway through it the the models will come and you'll you'll have to switch do you think there'll be mortals for Slanesh? Do you think that the uh, the, book, uh, the, the artwork's is... hinted a lot to it? Uh, the lovely, lovely uh, history lore piece on Slanesh in the uh, Age of Sigmar was uh, was great. I tried uh, reading it to my girlfriend last night, and you can see just the, <laughs> the, the, the waves, of <laughs> just the roll of the eyes of what are you talking about? Because she believes that my secrets of Slanesh are dinosaurs because they kind of look like dinosaurs. <laughs> Put, put so, that away, Liam. Put that away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, she didn't. She didn't like. She just don't. She she wasn't uh, too pleased that me explaining it to her because I paused I the like television, it, and everything. Put some dramatic music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, got the lights down low. Explained it all. There was Gordon clearly. And this is why Liam. There was once a dark prince. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I thought this was dirty talk. <laughs> It's when you got your half are. out. It's when you got your half out. <laughs> so, so what, what, what about yourself then, Nathan? Um, yeah, been painting Deepkin and playing loads of games. The usual. <laughs> no, I'm how, still. How many games are you up to now? Oh, uh, have you got a tally? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Not including the games at Twin Realms, so. 51. Well, you didn't really play them, did you? So, no, I suppose. We'll go no. on to that. I, mean, I, I witnessed that. It was, uh, I think we all did, didn't we, actually? 
Yeah, well, he's we'll, like the, we'll, he's all had the pleasure of me. <laughs> we'll come on to that. Oh, well, have you been building and painting anything as well, or are you just uh, just playing? Uh, well, I've built a couple of models, some Six Nation stuff, um, but mostly been painting one of the local guys, Deepkin. I've been unwell from like the weekend of Twin Realms onwards, so I didn't really do a whole lot that week. But apart from that, just been painting some thralls and reavers. Cool. Right then, that is hobby. So um, we've got a uh, on our our little crib sheet, which is is very professional. Uh, we have next news one thing each because we're obviously a uh, obviously obviously I'm saying it now. We're um we we're, we're pinching from other people's. Uh, agendas and schedules so so what one thing are we going to have i'm i've not got much my my main piece of news is that um i've ordered my sylvan f and ko warbands for the is it night vault thing whatever that is yeah just because those models are so nice um but, but yeah that's the stuff but my main news will come when we come on to the the tale of four gamers thing so that's where when my news will come in what what's your pick of Pick of the, the the period. I'm not going to say pick of the week because that's very Warhammer Warhammer Weekly, isn't it? Uh, so, what about yourself, Scott? Have you got any any news or any information to share with the world? Uh, I, I don't have any really information for relating to myself, but there's the, there's the there's the elephant in the in the on, on Twitter and everywhere last week about the the corn FAQ that came out, which we might as well get into the rage now. Yeah, go oh, on. Two seconds, Scott. I'm just going to I'm I'm just going to get my wooden spoon as well, <laughs> seeing as that's what Scott's doing right now. So go on, go on. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us what the FAQ included then. Well, firstly, firstly, it wasn't really well announced anywhere. There wasn't a an article on it. There wasn't very well. It was a, okay. Ben Johnson Twitter or something. Um, but you normally you, like I was looking through the community page and. It does. It always does a stupid thing where you have to refresh it and then not sort by not being the most recent. Sort by A to Z and clear your cache and all this rubbish. Some, usually, I don't need to do that on my phone, but I wasn't getting it anywhere. And it was only through getting people's links that they chuck into the WhatsApp groups and stuff. You know, the direct links. Um, or if you'd come to see it, I think it was maybe, it was maybe posted on Facebook. I think I maybe saw it there later on, but. There's, there's nothing on the the Age of Sigmar's worst place. Oh, to and, yeah, I don't read any of that. You just I just look at the news. You don't read any of the, the t- 103 comments below it with 10,000 10, frowny faces or whatever. But um, <laughs> I don't. Uh, anyway, it, it just wasn't very clear that it was it was really out to be honest. So I I kind of got a quick look at it, but but by that point, the, <laughs> I think it was like uh, a busy day at work or something, and it was a. Uh, or was it was it when I was off? I can't remember. Anyway, I'd missed it for a few hours, and you know you could tell by the by the, the world the, erupted. The notifications on the WhatsApp chat groups were like two hundred and fifty or something. Was it loads of loads of skull cannons up for sale? Is that what it was? Oh, well, I think it must be. Or lots lots of lots being turned into blood thrones. Maybe I don't know. But uh, so, the other yeah. filthy option. So yeah, although it, although it's, that's that's my thing of news, I, I've not got it kind of verbatim in front of me of what's changed. But ultimately, the big the big the big rage talking point was the plus one attack from the Wrathmongers not applying to Skull Cannons. I disagree. I think the big rage point was that now Flesh Eater Quartz Grisselgore General can fight <laughs> later in the combat phase, <laughs> yes. uh, rather yeah, than was, just at the start. It was, it was a supplementary uh, supplementary rage that, that became apparent. Um, so yeah, yeah. 
Flash around, you can, you can do it. It well. feels <laughs> that that FAQ should have been put in the general FAQ, yeah, rather yeah. than because yeah. it kind of affects what they said last. You know, their FAQ on uh, sequence. It kind of relates to that, and I felt that it should have maybe been put in the general FAQ because if you don't play corn like myself, or if you're a new player, exactly. why would you look at the corn FAQ for your army just based on always striking first? Exactly. If you and play it's... Deepkin, for example, unless you have your finger on the pulse. Is the sequence it's one, is, is that even an FAQ? Or is that was that just a post on no, the community site? It was a community it was an post. FAQ. It was an FAQ they, as well. They they PDF it. It. Yeah, they pdf the Deepkin part, and I think they pdf the rest of it into the core. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's appeared to other places than good. just the article after the article, but it should have that, been that in good, that article. That. Yeah, that, that was, was good. good. I think that'll be a page in the General's Handbook, won't it? I mean, that spells things out pretty clearly for people. Fingers yeah, crossed. That should be the same. Yeah. Again, that's what we've always needed. We just needed a flowchart or a sequencing order you to know, just make it okay. You know what? It, it, it all kind of smells a bit of it being a bit reactionary to the general community noise and rage and chatter. So maybe it's not in the general's handbook because nah, we don't we'll know that's, you know, that's six months printed previously. Uh, yeah, that won't be. Yeah, it won't be in the. So it, it won't be in the general's handbook. It'll be in the FAQ, the first FAQ drop, because obviously all the FAQ. I'm guessing all the stuff that's in the FAQ right now will just be put into the new general's handbook's rulings, like the general's handbook rule part. Because again, Maybe. it's one of these things. Is is some of this stuff just match play based more than everything? Because when it's open play, you kind of roll it off and just play it don't you i i i haven't played i haven't played open play since it's not in the core rules anymore. way back is it the most important rule? no i don't think it is anymore which is kind of a shame because so the other the other the other part of the of this skull cannon effect faq corn faq rage was that everyone going absolutely nuts about the <laughs> ben johnson and co talking about it on warmer tv as being legit, you know, a month ago. Confir- he, I, I, it, I, as far as I'm aware, I think he confirmed what the word said. I watched it, favorite, right? favorite So exactly what happened was somebody asked the question in the Twitch chat saying, uh, Wrathmonger's plus one attack doesn't specify shooting or combat. And Ben went, yep, you've read that right. It doesn't confirm shooting or combat. So you <laughs> can right? put skull okay. cannons with it. That was like, not word for word, but... That was along the lines of how that exchange went. He was he was like, "Yep," looking at the page in the book, going, "Yep, that's how the words are written." So that's how that's how it's played. And then <laughs> and the FAQ wasn't released two weeks later. It was released yeah. three and a bit weeks later after all the skull cannons were sold out. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but that's, you shouldn't. You know, there's a lesson there. Yeah, but you're in the you're in the corn WhatsApp chat. What happened straight after that? It's dropped in the chat. Foot go mental saying it affects oh. skull cannons. It's so you, yeah. they pump up again. It's I I'm I'm not bitter about it. it doesn't affect me. Uh, I can understand how people don't want it to affect it because it, again we don't want to go back to mixed order shooting lists which just de- destroyed the meta of shooting people off across the board before you could reach them. Uh, AK given, uh, but it's it's definitely I think it's a fair one. Like you say, should you jump ship before? I don't think it was something actually needed cleared. If let's, if I'm honest, I don't think it needs like, to be in the FAQ. What you mean? It should but be. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not a not clear answer. It said all. It just said weapons are increased by one. I don't understand why it needed FAQ'd. 
why would people ask a question to nerf something that like your opponent you could your opponent couldn't you could go in a game and play that against someone and go my wrathmongers affect this your opponent would go no it can't you then show them the rule and go this wasn't is what it FAQ'd, says it was errated yeah but that's what i mean but I, the reason it came up in the errata would have been because people were blowing it up and saying because they made a mistake, but they're not willing to admit that they made a mistake, I think. Yeah. They can't show that they put out a product that isn't complete. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, we shouldn't need the FAQs and the ratas, but... There's always going to be holes. Yeah. There's always going to be things that get through that you don't... You know, I mean, I write... In, my, in the real world, I write policies for a living, and you think you've got some ironclad, Ooh, and then as soon as it starts yeah. getting tested and things, you suddenly realise, oh, crikey, how, how did that happen? And then Only before you know it, you're having to write addendums and guidance to, to, to backtrack and cover things, and it's or suddenly the same. People the are fallible. And... Yeah. If only there were playtesters, play though, eh? The playtesters probably get a copy that's already printed. It's already way to the printers. They probably got their copy, say... November? I'm pretty sure in my head a company would think, have it on print. I think, they, I think they can be six months ahead, the playtesters, yeah. Well, I mean, they don't it's... get actual copies of it, I don't no, think. It's, uh, no, it's just a PDF. Use proxy models yeah. and stuff, yeah. so. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I, I think everybody under, well, the majority of people understand that they're going to make mistakes. It just frustrates they're me human. a little bit that their attitude towards it is that they're not making mistakes. They're just they don't acknowledge the fact that mistakes are being made, and it just angers me. I think like, when cash changes hands, though, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. You have to be careful about liability and and what it is you're saying. You can't be selling that you've missold the product in any way. I'm not well, saying that that's this, the, this where a, we that, are. This is a valid reason of why I haven't bought an army book since Nurgle one last year was that the KO book came out three weeks later. The thunder has got changed. Well, like, literally, KO scroll books. in your book got completely... Yeah, the KO book doesn't yeah. even exist. Same no, with Zinch. They're... Zinch's book's completely all wrong. Seraphon's book... Why do they still sell the Seraphon book at all if all of its scrolls got rewritten? Why not just go use the... I think they do say use the Grand Order Alliance book, but I just don't understand why you'd still try and profit from something that's completely wrong. There's a lot of narrative gold in that in that book. That's wrong. Good stuff. It's wrong. It's um, it's not valid because yeah, they yeah, changed the, Brett, the they changed Seraphon. Yeah, and you can't. That's the point. No. If something else is still in print, can you rewrite it out without making that out of production? Can you? Because otherwise, it's still canon if it's still available. It, that well, that's more on like again going back to like Star Wars and that. That was always what people said because they stopped selling the comics like of the extended universe stuff which then meant when disney took over they could write it out and go that's no longer current because you can't buy it anymore so we're going to rewrite the story things like that like the set of the i you would you not be i'd be quite upset like if well not myself but if i had like a young child that wanted that book and then he bought you bought it and then He's going online talking to his friends about it, and then his friend, who obviously plays the game more than him, he goes, yeah, all your rules are wrong in that. Would your child feel yeah. quite happy being it's told... Very, it is very really strange. I, I put that into you know the community survey thing that's come out this Yeah, week. same. I, I, I read, tried to write something to that effect whilst, you know, in my phone. So not, not, not a huge essay or anything, but I tried to try and say something about that. It's, you know, it's frustrating. I mean, one, it does happen. I would, I, would pay, I would pay five, ten pound more if I got an e-voucher with it 
that I then got in digital format that constantly updated with the yeah, FAQs. I yeah, I put that in as yeah. well, and then I, I went did, on I Twitter and I saw everybody had done it as well. I yeah, like, that, I, I, did I feel that like blind. I'm part of the the movement. It'll yeah, never happen. I, I but... put that bland. I'd, I'd put it in that I wouldn't buy digital copies unless they came free with a book. But I think that the digital copies should be updated if you buy a a physical copy. I think that yeah, I, I would pay extra to have a uh, a digital one. That, that then got updated i mean like, as, as, as i understand what you're saying scott i played somebody at um at your event i think it was at tempest and they had flesh eaters and they they were playing it from the book and the summoning stuff it, it was about growing your army size beyond the um the original amount so they were playing it they brought a load of stuff and their whole game plan was that they could swell the army really big. And in game one, they'd done that, and the person they'd played knew no better. But because I'd I'd, I'd ventured into mixed death for um, <laughs> for the Masters, I was familiar with the scrolls and with the um, and with the FAQs and stuff. So when they came to do it with me, I'd, and I'd said, well, no, actually, and they were, they were really taken aback, and I had to get the FAQs and things from them and talk them through it as politely as I could, but it really threw them. And yeah, it kind of shattered their whole game plan and their little world about, about the army they were playing. So I, I see what you're saying there about um, about people buying a product and then thinking that that's what the... It's missold. That's what it it's, is. A, it's a missold. Because... But then that's what the online stuff is and the FAQs. You're supposed to read it all as a package, I suppose. But if you've never played Warhammer before, why you might not even be told by your local GW that that's a thing, that they no. do that. Until no, you, I think in a tournament setting where we go, the pack normally says all FAQs and things are in play, and you have to use the most up to date war scroll off the app or whatever. Agreed. So people should be pointed towards it and should be aware of that in a tournament setting. But when but you're at you... home or when you're in a local store or whatever or in a club, yeah, there's ambiguity then, and and maybe you you don't know. If you say spent a year building painting an army, this is obviously an example again. And then a new book drops, and you're like, yes, yes, new book drops. And obviously, you'd already pre-done an event. You're spending, say, say you're going to like LVO or something. You've spent a thousand pounds on flights and hotels and things. And all of a sudden, your army that you're you've written isn't even playable anymore because, say, you're using out of production models, so the the scroll's gone. Like what there was talked about uh, today in our WhatsApp chat of there's not if there's not a model for it, they're not going to make a rule for it. What do you do then? Like you've all of a sudden. You could have bought that model literally the week before, and all of a sudden it's no longer playable. Yeah. Just because a new book drops and says that it, they're not selling it anymore, so you can't use it. Such Obviously, you can breaks. use it as something else. Hmm? Yeah, you'd have to use it as something else, wouldn't you? Things move on. We don't want to get to a stagnant stage like we were with 8th, where people were using armies that they'd built and painted 10 years earlier, and they all <laughs> rage quitting when we change rules and things. And, you know, there were some people there. And yeah, it's true. You need, you need they, the fluid. Had, they were never actually buying things, were they? And and which is but fine. There's, but there's fluency, but... and then there's issues where I go buy something, and then a week later, it's no longer playable or play in the way mm. that my mindset has it. Even if it's not even, would you say what, what are we going to say? Broken or ambiguity? Like if your rule wasn't even like again that that corn raffmanger one wasn't it? Just what did the words say? It said that it affected all weapons. But they didn't want it to affect melee, uh, missile weapons, did they? They should it's have wrote just... that in the first place. Well, yeah, it gets through. It said that in the old one, 
The old think, one was uh, uh, units and three inches, models within three inches of melee. I don't understand why. how you can write it from one way to another and remove a word that was actually important. This is why the PPI claims deadlines the 29th of August, <laughs> because we're now going to start claiming against GW for missold Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think thanks, Scott, for your bit of news. That was very impassioned <laughs> debate. And we should maybe leave this for the end. Uh, who knows how many listeners we've lost um, All because of, of our rage. I've probably lost like 20 <laughs> followers. There's three people. Well, there, was, did, there no. was some proper rage on this, though. I mean, I've, I've I not seen that for a while, actually. So Somebody, like, literally tagged Ben in the WhatsApp yeah. and told him to fuck off and then, like, left the chat and stuff. Yeah. Like, you've lost a, a wargamer of 24 years and just That's left. Right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's all a bit much, that, though. I mean, it definitely know, is. I mean, maybe Khan yeah. just got to them. I mean, you know, it was just the rage. The Rathmongers got to them. <laughs> true <laughs> so, Yeah. It's true. Oh God, I hate to see what happens in the Slanesh chat after the Slanesh FAQ, though. Oh, oh, all, uh, all these exalted, all these exalted are rendered. It's useful. all right. We're all we're broken as it is anyway. That's the issue. That's what it says in the WhatsApp chat at the moment. That we're broken as it is. Depravity is overpowered. Well, this is this, Liam. This 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 is a good point. So this we're talking about corn, and you're saying you don't you, you it didn't really affect you, but Slanesh might affect you. So have you have you got an insurance policy? Have you tempered your buying? You know your plans to. I did. I didn't buy a Fordwell Exalted Keeper. If that's what you're asking. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably sensible. Yeah, uh, I, I generally I've, just buy I've shit bought out. units. I've bought units that should be in every army of Slanesh. I've bought Daemonettes. I've got Seekers. I haven't built my chariot yet because obviously I'm waiting for those new scrolls because yep. Hellflares might be good again and things like that. Yeah, I've got the Enrapturuses. Yeah, that's they're good. they're yep. good. They're amazing. I love them. Uh, I've got a unit, one unit of Hellstriders. Again, I've not bought twenty like you could. Yeah, uh, so, you, so, you, so you've, you've got, been you're being sensible. The only thing that I have that I might lose, I've put heralds on steeds because there isn't an official model we could lose the scroll or mm. the ability to put them on steeds. But just put it in like they, this This would bug me if they said that, like, oh, you can't make a hero out of the, uh, the Seeker's kit, but we're able to make the Grandmaster on a Dread Knight, even for the model, officially never did that before. They just showed you in a random white dwarf article how to do it. Well, we'll see. Time will. That's the, that's the argument. That's the argument we'll for see. me when they say, "Oh, we don't do an official model for it." That wasn't an official model. But you they don't for a white it. king on steed, and we've got one of them still. I mean, we're lost yeah, the necromancer the white king on steed. On, the white king on steed is. Uh, do they still sell one? No, yeah, they don't sell one. They don't sell yeah, it's one. Horrible. Anymore, it's on direct. Mm, it's no. horrible. No, there's still there's still a few things like vampire lords. And there's, there's, uh, yeah. there's, there's a few options for them. Ne necromancers, can they still have horses? No, because nope. you, you know that. Remember, you had one. You can take, you? You can take had, a necromancer and steed yeah. from uh, the uh, Black compendium Knights. stuff. The compendium, no, the compendium unit. There's a compendium unit of a necromancer and steed, but Van Hels is still spelled the same way, so you can't cast it twice. I was, just, I was shocked and <laughs> at that. Uh, anyway, right, that was my news. So, what's, okay. what, what else has been happening in the world well, of Warhammer? Thanks for that, yeah. Uh, so, Liam, <laughs> what's your news? What's your news? Yeah, supposedly I've been playing Slash a couple of times, learning the army, realizing that without War Scroll cards, I forget a lot of my rules. Like, I've had four four games, with, three, four games with them now. And yeah, I, I definitely need War Scroll cards. And I'm quite sad that they just don't do... Like, I, I used to play Malifaux. And on the Malifaux website, you're able to buy the cards separately from a, a separate company that does it on part of uh, Weird Games' 
policies. So obviously they they're hired to do it. So you can go to this website and buy each card. Pardon me for a pound. They come out in obviously packs once per season when they update all their rules with their ratas and they obviously print them with the new rules on them. This example of something I would like that if you say they rattle your army, you buy the War Scroll cards when it comes out and all of a sudden they complete like the Thunder. So if you bought that KO one, that Thunder's War Scroll is completely wrong. And I don't have a physical copy. I would like it if I could go to the website that on part of GW's policy, they could sell it. Like obviously they're, li they're licensed to sell it and you could buy that card for pound fifty or something and then plus postage. And it's obviously the same quality, same detail, but obviously it's updated with erratas and things like that. Maybe we should it. just buy a really good printer and ask them for a license. There you go. It's my it's it's my idea of a retirement company. Folk would buy. Uh, folk would hopefully buy into the idea. I'll go and drag them with it. I'm sure they'll love it. I'd I'd buy more scroll cards and spell cards and things if you could buy them and if they were print um print to order. I'm sure that there's I honestly, I uh, obviously there is the ones that kick about. I'm saying obviously a lot now. I can hear it myself. Uh, there's the <laughs> ones that you can get off the TGA website, which is the nice, nicely done by I think one of the Australian guys or New Zealand guys that did it up for Dan. Yeah, you can get on the TGA page. It's all very beautiful and printed. Uh, but again, they don't do the spells for the War Scrolls. It's just the spells that's in like your allegiance ability. So. Mm -hmm. Like example in the Gash Army, unless someone else makes them, you don't have Hand of Dust, Soul Stealer, or Mystic Shielding, uh, Arcane Bolt. You would only have the six spells from Necromancer lore, and then six from the Vampire lore. So you'd obviously yeah. be missing like fifth, like ten spells for a, yeah. uh, Legion's Army because they haven't done cards for those. And again, this is one of the things that always help me remember things. I think you've all played me you see what i do when i cast a spell the card goes behind it i remember yeah. it's there i know it's on it i know i know the buffs things like that that's to uh, that's actually a pet hate of mine when you play someone competitively and they don't have tokens and it's kind of on your ability to rely on your memory if they forget to re-roll to hits or something i feel and they feel bad obviously if they forget to roll it and it's like a turn later you can you're like well i can't really go back now we're we're mm -hmm. obviously I've now had half my turn and all this has happened and I've attacked you back. We can't go back at that point. And yes. it kind of falls on to a memory I think that, thing. I think that'd be a good thing, though. A good a good uh, pointer towards them. They'd listen to the community feedback and the War Scroll cards have come to that nice like A6 size or whatever it is now. It'd be really nice if, like you say, there was uh, spell cards that came with those that were just playing card size. Well, or... here you go. I noticed this on the Fire Slayer. The Fire Slayer tokens they have Mystic Shield, but there are no wizards in that army. Yeah. Well, you, I suppose you could have an allied wizard in, couldn't you? But wouldn't you, you prefer them to just? You can, yeah. You can take a yeah, encounter or something. Cast, like that. Yeah. But why don't they have like just a, a general set for the normal game, like a yeah. general set of objective, like cardboard objective well, markers, got, Mystic Shield? I've got a general set. I've got a general set that came with the um, General's Handbook, like Warlord's Edition one. And yeah, but the, all of them, yeah, the inspiring but that, presence. But they don't everything. then sell it separately afterwards. No. But and there you go, there's the I, tip. There's our recommendation. Um, every pack of War Scroll cards should have the spells from any laws and the spells off any of the War Scroll cards in there, and we'd pay extra pounds for it. Yeah. Yes. I Yes. What about yourself then, Nathan? Hit us with some good news. Good news. Oh. Well, any news then? Go on. You don't. Yeah, that news. is bad news. Um, I've changed oh. my uh, 
my slow grow again. Oh, what like, you uh, Yeah, I'm changing it to Skaven now because apparently they're okay. <laughs> they're fine. They're not overpowered. So we're no longer friends, Nathan. <laughs> nah, no, I don't really. I'll just end this call now. That's it. That's it. It's all. He's hung up. He's hung up. He's gone. <laughs> nah, no, I don't really have any news uh, other than what I've already spoke about. I can think of. There's not really anything else in the community. That, well, there's, uh, there's there's new fire slayers. We, we could talk about that briefly. Fire slayers, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They look good. They look funny. They've uh, got a way to get them to zero plus save that's ripe for an FAQ. Um, what else? They can fight at the start of the combat phase. They can fight when they die. All that good stuff. They have two wounds. Two wounds. Yep. Yeah. I think we I mean, might see a lot less it. of the big units, which is good. Such an expensive army to buy currently. It was, so, yeah. Always, always if, was. You don't been, get much in the start collecting box, do you? No, not really. <laughs> well, previously, and I'm saying previously based on the little I've seen so far, but you would be running three or four units of 30 Vulkite Berserkers and as many Hearthguard as your bank account could afford. But now it looks more like they, they could probably play with smaller units. Um, I think they could be really good MSU. Yeah, I think so as well. Because a lot of their buffs bubble and hit everything rather than just one yeah. unit. That's what the problem was before. It only hit one unit. And and each unit gets that ability to fight when they die once per game. And I think there's a battalion or a lodge lets you do it twice per game. But having it as MSU means that you're not spending such a big commodity to fight when you die. You can start yeah. chaffing people up with smaller units. And, you know, they hit a bit better as well. Like, I think the Hearthguard Berserker's got an extra attack and an extra inch range. The Volkites hit on threes, where previously they hit on fours, I think, with one of their weapons. Like, they they definitely look good. Um, there's, there's mount traits, isn't there, for the... Yeah. Like magma the Magma Droths. Cool. None that I've, the Magma Droths look okay. Um, like you I think can't they'll still have one. A dragon. I think that's kind of, yeah. One or two. Yeah, I like the fact that whenever you allocate a wound to them, you can do a mortal wound back on a four plus, because their old volcanic blood was at the end of the battle. Yeah, it was really work out how many wounds you'd taken, and then you roll two dice, and then you subtract. It was just a lot, and it relied on the model being alive at the end of the game, or at the end of the turn. Now, as soon as you allocate wounds to that model, it's going to reflect mortal wounds back on a four plus, so it happens immediately. Um, they didn't really hit a lot harder from what they did previously. They still kind of hit roughly the same. But there's a couple of cool I, things. There's the runes. I think sun, they're going to be harder to remove. I don't know I if they will. Gonna... I think no, like it's die just as easy. They'll have better to like they've got less focus on one. Like you know, like I when I played, I played them obviously last January, and when you lost the immune to battle shock bubble, like you were removing thirty at a time. If you lost, you know, I mean, if you were no longer in range of the reroll saves or you just had a bad roll, you were just literally lifting buckets of them. Because the two wounds is big. I think the two wounds is going to be big. I don't think a lot of folks see it that way, but it is a lot more. It's because they got a points update wounds. as well. When you look at it just on paper, they got a points increase for the two wounds. Yeah. I think that it's probably about right. And I think that the Volkite, uh, not the Volkite Berserkers, the Hearthguard Berserkers and the Hearthguard, the Auric Hearthguard, the shooting ones, 
They yeah. look really good though in small units. Really, yeah, really good. The, it, yeah. Do they still have the runes and things like the? Yeah, they still have the runes. Yeah, they've still got the runes. The, one of them changed, so they don't get the, the, the double movement range on the shooting anymore. Yeah, so previously they used to be able to double the range on the axes to sixteen inches. That one's gone now. And yeah, the axes are fives and fives instead of fours and fours, I think. So I think they wanted to remove the shooting power from it. Yeah. Well, it was never. It, they, it was mental. I honestly, the... when I played it before, when you were getting two units, because obviously the formation before used to double the shots if you were in range of. It was the, never intended you know, to be a shooting yeah. army, though, and that's what it ended up being. And then the shields were done as well, but they fixed them. Yeah, the shields are actually quite good. It's only once per game now, for isn't it? Rather than just every time they charge. God, I can tell you, but I, I'm looking more at the double axes. The double axes are reroll all hits. And it's mm. the new reroll all hits. It's not reroll failed, yeah. which is pretty cool. So, still gonna get weird getting used to that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, if you play two different armies that do, do one it, does the old do way, it, one does yeah. the new way, and you'd be like, oh. yeah, but it's even different within armies as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few armies that are doing it two yeah. ways, and anyway. Yeah. Well, fire slayer. Yeah, again, that sounded like a, that sounded like a complaint at the end again. Weirdly. <laughs> we love fire slayers. I love them. I love the look of their and their convocations as well. I think they look awesome. The models are sweet. Uh, yeah, I think, I think they're, you're going to see more of them now that they're going to be a the bit pizza more. Oven, the pizza oven looks amazing. I love this. Yeah. I love this scenery idea. <laughs> well, you're as calling much it a as... pizza oven. I saw a, a, a Photoshop uh, yeah, I saw of something a else. flashlight. Yeah, <laughs> the that was terrifying. Flashlight. Uh, I know I do. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be cool. I hope. I hope some people get in, get on them, and uh, I think if you want to play with tier ways, I don't think they're gonna be a tier one army. But I think they'll sit comfortably in tier two, or they'll deal with other armies that are in that tier because they're more survivable. Yeah. No, they look good. I can't wait to see them. Right then. So the. Northern Invasion, Taylor Four Warlords, Taylor Four Gamers. So our hashtag is hashtag NIT4G. People have been using it. So this is our next section. So um, first off, uh, just a bit of a clarification. So what we're asking people to do is that by the end of April, that's like not long away, I suppose, a week and a bit from now, um, we want people to at least pledge to their allegiance, like for their Grand Alliance um because some people by the sounds of things aren't going to have a full-on allegiance themselves they might be going for a mixed order so if you're going for um if you're going for free peoples um it's ultimately going to be mixed order if you're pulling in certain certain things with there so by the end of april we want people to try and uh who want to take part to try and pledge so they can do that either through twitter using the hashtag nit4g um, and then just saying which grand alliance they're going to use. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some uh, uh, some bookkeeping on that because it'll it'll feed into the narrative that we're gonna do at the end. Um, and if they don't use Twitter, don't worry. Uh, you can either either do that through our Facebook group or there's the Discord channel, which um, I've not checked on for a couple of days, but I think people had started to populate. Um, and then what we're wanting to do then, so from the end of April, people will have two months, and then by the end of June, we want people to have their first 500 points built and painted, um, and then to uh, to keep people updated and share their uh, their uh, progress, um, either either during the months or as models are finished or 
when they finished, but at least at the end of that period to get them out there and to show us through one of those channels. And, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be publicizing either through Instagram or through uh, Facebook or Twitter or whatever, um, a, a good selection of them and our own. Um, and then each month after that, we'll do another 250. So we'll just aim for the end of the month because that makes it easy. And then what that will give us is at the end of December, um, people will have the full 2,000 points. Now, some people um, might might do theirs faster. Um, but so long as you just pick at the end of each month, which is the 250 points you're using for that month so that we can share it, that'll be good. Um, and then we have got the, for those people who are either members um or patrons uh podcast patrons um the event the date for that has now been booked at common ground games and it's the it is going to be the sunday after um hammer of the north so for those people that are traveling up um for either for hammer of the north or for this um they'll have that option of making a weekend of it and having the competitive one day which will be on the saturday and then this will be on the Sunday, which will be a bit of a different a different speed. Um, so do you have the date of that, Scott, in the calendar? A chance. For, for, for Hammer of the North? Yeah. You mean um, that John Harper to be that far in advance on no, his timetable? That's way too far. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I shall find it if not. I've got it in my calendar. I'm not sure I've got the TGA one right up to date. I need to put some TLC into that. But, just find uh, do 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 look at this I'm 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 live or oh, crack it this is me trying to use technology uh so um 15th of february is hammer of the north and 16th of february is going to be the um the narrative the free narrative event for those of you that that want to come along and that are going to join us in our journey so um, so that's that's that date fixed. So hopefully people will come, and we have got some exciting sponsor news. <clears throat> so one of uh, Scotland's more exciting brands have partnered with us and are going to support us. So uh, they're going to support through the slow grow, and then they're going to they're going to um, uh, be involved in the event itself. So this is going to be Brewdog. So powered. I've I've always been. I think 80% of my uh, podcasting has been powered by punk. Because I'm drinking my... one right now. Punk I, yeah. I, it's my <laughs> fear of choice, and it has been for about the last 12 months. It's a... But this is um, what they announced this, this month at their, um, at their AGM, is that they've now um, branched out, and you've got the Brewdog Distilling Co. Um, so they're, they're, they're sort of... Uh, they They've spread the wings pretty much around the world now. I think you can get brew dogs pretty much anywhere, and and uh, it's a it's there's a, a fine. New, there's area. a new actual site opening up in Inverurie, another bar. They just got a new license. Yeah, they're really good. And now what they've moved into is spirits. So the Brew Dog Distilling Co, as I say, has been announced, and so they're going to fuel our event, and they're going to give us prizes. Um, they're going to give us, uh, in particular, their Lone Wolf Gin is going to be the thing that. Um, they're going to be providing us with with a with a, a fair old slog of. So um, they're going to have a splendid. There's, there's going to be plenty there. Um, there's also going to be beers um, for those that are a little bit more traditional. <laughs> um, and there's also a promise of craft soft drinks for any little ones or people who don't drink. So fear not, Liam. Um, you will not be 
left I, out. I drink. <laughs> I'm just normally too competitive, and I'd always take the focus. No, not at a narrative event, though. Remember, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll this be is narrated. I'll take the Monday off as well, so I can get exactly. I'll sure I'm not driving. So, so what we're hoping is, well, they are going to be providing us with, as I say, prizes. Uh, what we give that for, we don't know yet. They said as uh, free raffle stuff or as whatever um, for for winners and whatnot. So, what we might do is. The way things are going to work is that we're going to do it as teams. It's going to be a team event. Um, so we're going to be going with what your grand alliance is. So there'll probably be um, prizes for each person. It's not competitive, competitive. So you won't win by winning games necessarily, but more on that later. Um, and hopefully, um, nothing's down yet, but we're going to be inviting uh, their master distiller along, and hopefully they're going to be doing some tasting sessions for us between games, and maybe right. even pick, picking their favourite army to a, uh, award a, a prize to as well. How I'm going to be wrecked. That this, is, this, so this is on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, this oh, is, that sounds amazing. So this is our, this is um, what we were liking to announce then. So Northern Invasion is partnering with Brewdog for the next six months. So thank you very much, guys. And I'm, I'm really excited about that because I, I do oh, like news. them. This yeah. News. Good news. Positive news. Your fat rage. <laughs> well, there you go. So, so thanks a lot to those, and there'll be more in. Uh, there'll be more on that, and we'll be. Uh, uh, we'll be. I've, we've got some. I've got some pictures of the um, the spirits that they're talking about. So I'm gonna stick them on the show notes because the artwork's pretty mental. It's pretty good stuff, um, and it looks good. I'm not a gin drinker to be honest, but I'll give anything a go. <laughs> I like gin. Yeah. I like a yeah. gin. I like oh, gin. there we go. Be and sure so when you when it's free to you, you'll try it. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. And what we'll do is when we're um, when we're doing our monthly tweets and whatnot, we'll uh, we'll we'll tag them in and things like that, and and give them some recognition because hopefully it takes off for them. Because uh, if it's anywhere near as nice as the beers are, I'm sure they'll do well. Okay, so that's my bit of news, um, and I think that is that is an update on the warlords. So, have you got a, a confession to make? Then, what what have you got? Are you really going with Skaven, or are you just winding Liam up there? <laughs> just winding Liam up. So, um, so, what are you going with? I'm going with the, the little, little stunties, the new fire slayers. Oh, that'll be good. I'm holding out for Gotrek. Um, you just want to be actually... on, on my team, don't you? Because like, you know that I'm and I was actually there. surprised by the Fire Slayers release. I didn't think that they were coming until there was like murmurings of it. Um, but no, I've been wanting to do them for a while. But I don't know why I didn't put them on the vote. To be honest, probably should have put them on the vote because they weren't. The, they were probably going to be too expensive as well. Yeah. You didn't think there was a book at that time. That was yeah. the uh, again. More than likely, something might come up for destruction, and Scott will be like, "Ooh, got busters." There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we may be tied in by April. I was hoping to swap to elves when they're released. So, uh, but you're the you're uh, so you're saying the end of April? I, I thought it'd be a bit early. I thought you'd have waited until uh, uh, Warhammer Fest because obviously that'll be the that'll kind of give us the less the rest of the releases probably until September. I'm guessing. Well, I just said just the end of a... the end of April for people to pledge. Um, then gives people a full two months to do. The Everyone first has to give blood points. to be a part of uh, chaos. Is that what we've got to do? A bit of blood, blood pact. One yeah. pint of blood. 
Yep, that's it. So, yes, you pledge yourself to your Grand Alliance, and then you can choose the flavour later on, I suppose. So, events. We've had a, a an action-packed few weeks as well, haven't we? Because we've just had Twin Realms, which was a, a doubles event in Common Ground Games that was run by John Craig. It was the first doubles event we've had for a long time. Um, well, first one I've ever been to, which was a which was it was really nice. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the first doubles event I've been to as well. Same. It was really good. All of us. Scott, have you been to one no, before? I did uh, the eighth edition doubles common ground um a couple of years ago. Well a few years ago. Oh that was ago. the Carly Carnage, wasn't it? Yeah. That's last Mike... Carnage. Was it Carly Carnage? I think it was last year, right? Yeah. yeah. Mike Mike and Rich won it and I now was... and again I now and again see the Twitter page for it, and it comes up, and obviously I look for the photos of all of that events. Cause ah, right. Ryan Savage, I very missed uh, Warhammer player. He actually ran some really good events back then as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we'll do is, um, how about we start with you two, um, Nathan and Liam, and maybe talk us through what you took uh, and what your thinking was behind how they were going to work, and then if Scott, if you do the same just after that, and then I'll go on to our one. Um, and then we'll go on to how it went and talk about the winners and things like that. And I've got a little, uh, I've got some feedback here from my partner who has has, has penned something for me. Oh, so excellent. I'm, I'm going to give the, um, oh. so the feedback some real, from a first time. Real quality output for once. There are nothing idiots yeah. talking. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, so do you two want to start? I'm going to uh, grab a refreshment while you uh, while you, you start try your... a, a tasty oh, brew dog oh, wait, for wait all your drinking needs. Wait for the first line. So, have you seen the show, the movie on Netflix, Bird Box, where everyone's blindfolded? That's how me and Nathan played this weekend because it was that easy because we played Feck. Oh, we played Thistlegore and Deacon. It was easy mode. What it, Nathan? Yeah, I, I did nothing. I slept all weekend, and then I woke up for the last game, stopped Liam losing on deployment, and then went back to sleep again. Just let him roll dice. I was on fire that weekend, folks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, honestly, I, I, my dice were on fire. I don't... Gotta thank Chris Tomlin for that one. That's uh... Yeah, it was all the Black Sundays. was. Yeah, I rolled... Friend. So I did the Gristlegore uh, general. Uh, I took a different build than what the other two Gristlegore lists took. They took the Terrorgeist or Zombie Dragon as their battle line. Uh, I thought the body, the ex, the Ghoul King and the Arch Regent was the better option due to redundancy in the spells. If obviously if you failed one of them given the extra attacks, you had the ability for the other one to give it. Or if you're really wanting to push it out, you can get up to plus four attacks on the profile. Dividends as well, didn't it? Because we failed the plus D3 attack spell. Almost every time it counted, I've only got it on the Ghoul King one. Yeah, I only got it once. Yeah, it was the Ghoul King's one that went off more often. Because we didn't have the corpse cart. Damn it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that would put our drops up, and I think we were like probably the highest drops. Yeah, we were ten drops. Yeah. Yeah. We were were quite worried about that after when we talked. We were talking. When we saw the lists, we were. Yeah. We were quite worried because like everyone else was sitting at about eight, six to eight drops, and we're like. This could be a hard weekend. Uh, mm. We're just lucky that uh, Crystal Gore is bent. Hey, hey. You knew? What was your, what was your list, Liam? Uh, mine was, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Crystal Gore General with Savage Strike. Uh, Ghoul King on Terrorgeist. Uh, he had the spell, the monst- the one that gives him Val Transference, but I can't remember what it's called. Uh, the way he 
wounds things and then on a 10 plus he heals d6 wounds instead blood blood feast blood feast that's it uh arch regent with the uh spectral host spell uh ghoul king with the uh monstrous vigor is that what it's called the one that lets them fight if they're full health and they die yeah Yeah. and then two units of ghouls and then i was a point short i Actually, never used the whole weekend the item that the Crystal Gordon used. Have well, I've yeah, I forgot about that completely as well. And actually, that would really that would have been a great game. Actually, like in a couple of the games, you just like pick the middle model and then retreat, and then all of a sudden the units split in half. That would have been actually quite good. But yeah. we didn't versus the conga lines. Uh, that was my list. Uh, yeah. I was I think I was nineteen forty. So we got a command point out of me. We didn't get one out of me. I was 960, but I had yeah. the Tidecaster General Soul Scryer with the Aether Quartz brooch to kind of help feed the command point addiction that Feck have. Um, two units of 10 thralls and a unit of 9 eels. Pretty solid uh, thousand point list. I've played it a few times, but with I played it once with two Soul Scryers. With two Soul Scryers, you can actually deploy nothing on the table. Um, which is quite fun, but it's good being able to flip the tides and have uh, the access to high tide turn two. Tidecaster spell came up clutch as well once for this. Yeah, definitely. Steed of Tides in game three. It's a nice combo with effect, with the Gristle Gore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We definitely, we had fears going in uh, because we were just a thousand points under, all all together for the Triumph. We we did say the Triumph would have been quite important to our army because it saves us spending points of redundancy on the command points. We only start with two on turn one, which we're sharing, which is quite big, which means Nathan can't always use it for the auto six run. Uh, just a thought now, would it be that, would this, would feck not be such a problem if they couldn't spend so little and get so much command points and take the ether court brooch to stack them? Yeah, it'd be cool if you themselves? were. For two thousand point game, you can't go any lower than nineteen hundred or something. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Just because then they're not well, even free command points. That's still a lot, Nathan. Turn one because they're still gonna be on four with a formation. Could they just maybe only get one for going under points, and then one for your formation? So you could only ever get one come. So you could only at nineteen fifty would only give you one, and then you could get one for a, one for any amount of formations you take. So even if you took like three formations, you're only getting one capped. Sort of thing. You need to cover the items because you're still getting something for the formations. Maybe. I just. But yeah, that we game one we played uh, obviously yourself, Scott and uh, Michael. Uh, yeah. Great game. Uh, we we're quite worried. Uh, well, shall I, shall I, shall I do our list then before? Oh, yeah, do, do the list yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, we'll do right. that. Um, so I had Gristle Gore as well, Flesh Eater Quartz. Um, <clears throat> purely, well, obviously, because it was a bit dirty, but also. My speed of getting hobby done, it was it was really simple to pull together. Um, only being that it was only uh, thirteen models or something, so um, obviously abhorrent gold king on terror guys, savage strike, blah blah blah, gruesome bite. Um, he, he was the general, had the the arch regent and ten ghouls and a royal terror guys, so that was a two battle line. Um, and yeah, that was the that was the quickest way to do it for me. Um, I did have. T- to sort of chop the head off a zombie dragon and transplant a terrorgeist head onto it just to make my second terrorgeist for the for the event. So that was 
one bit of hobby I had to do. So that still needs a bit of tidying up. It's a bit. It's not quite the cleanest thing you'll see, but it, it was okay. But it was good fun. It was. It was. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll come on to the games in a minute. But yeah, Grizzly Gore is is mental. I'd never. I hadn't played it before this at all. So I've, I've still not played a two K game with it yet. Um, but it is pretty crazy. And uh, Michael, he had, um, he had Skaven. So his, and he, so he hasn't played AOS for quite a few months now. Um, well, this year. I don't know when his what his last event was actually. Maybe just before Howling. Was it Howling? Yeah, I think so. And he was playing his Nurgle almost completely last year, I think. So he, he's not played a, I think, a tournament with his Skaven, which he'd painted up out of pure love because well, he's a good painter and he, he he does get quite excited and paint things that he he really gets the, the lust for. So he'd, he'd painted something like 100 or 100 plus clan rats back when you know there wasn't a Skaven book and, and they were utterly awful. Um, and he's, his army... So the list was... Uh, Skaven Clawlord on Brood Horror. So this is the Forge World model. Um, he's got a Warlock Engineer, <clears throat> which is not, not the new one, just a basic engineer. 40 Clan Rats, 40 Clan Rats, and a, a Warp Lightning Cannon. So that we had we didn't put as huge amount of prep and thought into it as much as you guys, I'm sure Liam and Nathan did, and I'm sure you, you did a little bit with, with our wins too. But um, obviously... They're quite good armies now, so we thought, well, this this might carry us along a little bit. Uh, I've got the kind of monster threat, Grisselgore madness. Uh, he's got the bodies. He's got eighty clan rats to to sit on things. He's got a bit of shooting. Warplighting cannons can be can be mad. Uh, but the biggest thing that we decided was, well, if he goes nine hundred, he's he's putting two command points in the pool for me to use, and I'll happily use them. Thank you very much. Uh, so that was our kind of main plan. We we didn't. We didn't put a huge amount of other thought into it other than he's got bodies and command points and I've got big skinny monsters, to be honest. So that was our lists. Yeah. Um, ourselves. Um, so um, I paired up with with um, the child, with Arwen, and um, I took the, the... I took Sylvanus. I took uh, um, Forest Folk uh, with an extra branch race. So I had a, it was basically two drops. I had a branch wraith with acorn and verdant blessing. So I had my tree spawner, and then I had one with the circlet and the reaping, which was my damage doer. Two thirties of dryads, ten of dryads, and a balewind, um, which gave us an extra command point. So I was the one to hold the objectives basically with my uh, with my dryads, and then Arwen had legion of night. Um, she had the Vampire Lord on Stumby Dragon with the Amulet and Pinions. Uh, he had Swift Form, so he was a, a speedy little fella. Two Fives of Wolves and four Harbingers with Halberds, so she was the, the damage dealer. Um, so the basic idea was I'd sit on objectives, I'd teleport to where I needed to go, try and hold them up while she killed whatever we felt needed killing. Um, so yeah. That was that was the general thinking behind it. I kept her to a minimum fifteen models, um, just because it was the first time she'd ever properly played. Um, so it was just really to to let her get used to it and get a feel for for playing the game. So, uh, how did it go for yourselves then? Uh, should we start with with Git Good? How did Git Good do? Very well, I'd say Nathan. Yeah, smashed it. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's, <laughs> there you go. What did you play? Go on then, tell us. We you, played, uh, we played Scotland's uh, Michael game one. Uh, we were unsure on the mission. Uh, escalation kind of... Oh, was it Escalation, was it? Was Escalation? No. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. Escalation. It was Escalation. It was yeah, Escalation it was, uh, one, yeah. and it was in the Brittle Isles. So yeah. basically, Rend didn't... There was Rend no was nothing, as Rend. which we'd spent quite a good portion of our army to do a good bit of Rend. Yeah. Uh, after this, we kind of said, oh, we would... And still, even to this to this day, I would have still said, yeah, we should have swapped the Frost for Reavers. <laughs> that would have been the... It would have just gave us more damage output, because even in the other games, they never came up of actually getting to combat. Yeah, they didn't really do a whole lot, did they? They didn't no. really need to, to be fair, having witnessed <laughs> <No>. them firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like they were a good redundancy. Like if anything had gone wrong, if we'd rolled bad, yeah. having the thralls would have been better. Game two and three, but yeah, it was a it was a pain. Like I think all I did game one was uh, deny a flank. Then I denied a flank, and then we won the double turn into turn two. Yeah, and I was able to yeah. take off the Grisogor general. Scott spent too much command points turn one, which we said obviously after the game that he summoned yeah. too early. Yeah, uh, some, uh, summoned everything which we uh, we thought was too early. You deployed. You do. I I still felt you deployed your throne really far forward, which forced your arch regent really far forward. I thought yeah, you we thought you wouldn't have even been in range. Yeah, just we, I, I, honestly, when you deployed, it, I was like, he's not going to be in range to get to that turn one. And I thought that's it because you're going to have to spend a command point if you want these twenty guys or whatever you end up doing yeah, with it. No, that was it. Uh, a slight risk. I, thought, I did look at it and thought, oh my god. But uh, he, he did make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, again, just close. It's such a... It was only a point in it, really, if we think mm-hmm. about it. And yeah. I think that if you had played to your fullest potential, you would have taken it to a draw just on the scenario score. Um, but yeah, the Gris- your Scots Grisogor General killed five or six of my eels with one command yeah. point yeah. and as he, as he that's died. without yeah. rend that was without rend as well so yeah. it was crazy there was a there was a lovely moment I'm talking about Liam's dice where I'd like you say I'd, oh, spunk, yeah. I'd, I'd spunked out all my uh, summoning turn one just I'd kind of be in that mindset and it does need a little bit of tempering um, which I did use in later games but so thank you for that advice but the, the three flares came on the kind of top corner um and threatened your arch regent a little bit mm-hmm. uh and i failed the charge so next turn <laughs> I, I cast it first and i cast it this is you, final cast it, you tried to cast it on me and failed it and i, I failed with all three dice uh and it's like liam steps up to the plate casts it and Cast it, five and two sixes <laughs> he rolls, yeah. rolls three so this is where you roll uh higher than their, Above their the wounds, wounds yeah. and, and the model die so they're four wound flares Liam rocks, rocks up with fives and sixes on his three dice, and off they went. That was the end of those flares. So that was a uh, that was fun. The story uh, of the weekend for Liam. He was rolling <laughs> hot in every single game. It was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> there, was a, there was a game where I didn't roll average, and I was kind of like, oh, what did you know? Yeah, it was game three. That's when yeah, I started letting me do a little bit of rolling, and then yeah. we're like, no, no more. <laughs> it was oh, it yeah. was it was definitely a hard hard game one. Uh, we obviously, when we were reading the list, we thought Michael had the uh, the, 
Warp Lightning Vortex rather than the Warp yeah. Lightning Cannon as we, uh, we read it. Because obviously oh, really? War Machines yeah. and War Machines and Endless Spells always go at the bottom. So it's just an assumption. Why you? I mean, why would you take one over the other? Uh, his list was still really good. I just yeah, there was still a bit. I would have. There, there was synergy I in it. Yeah, he just. I mean, you can write a decent list. Having He's... only one caster was his downfall, I think. Uh, just because he needed the buffs, like he has ability, like there is really good spell. Like again, he didn't deploy anything near the the warp hole at the back of the board. He could have just jumped, which would have been a lot quicker for you to get onto the objectives or block us off. Yeah. Uh, because we had uh, um... we had quite good luck turn one. We got into your ten man unit on the top corner. We got like all our units. Yeah, into we got it everything. We, and we got won everything the doubles, into so it, we scored was... first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your Terrorgeist fluffed against some frolls and like free survived. And he did because he was just he whittled was, him down. He was charged up as well. He had the he had like plus two attacks and and made a complete. The, the no up. rend was the big thing there. True. And I knew that you had no rend. It's just like well covers a thing and we we were undecided if we we're going to flip the ties we decided when you deployed not on the warp hole that we're just going to flip it it was if you deployed something on the warp hole we're like we'll just take cover because you're obviously going to try and us alpha turn us one, we were going to not flip the tide yeah so we we're just going to closer bunker. and have cover yeah. right play for turn two and three because the nine, list was nine good eels on the, yeah the nine eels on the boat or something with cover having a free up armor save given the mystic shield rerolling ones they're almost impossible to move without your mortals, and then again, they'd get a six up mortal save. Would have been the plan. Yeah. But, no, as soon as as soon as you got turn two, we were like, yeah, we we had a slim hope, and we fluffed a wee bit turn one. As soon as you got turn two, we we're like, yeah, this is over because in in comes your general, in come the eels, <clears throat> and that was that was really the took, took yeah. There was a couple of hitters. points where we played Michael. He was removing models, and I was like, Nathan said to me, "You want to stay in combat." Because if he well, didn't, I obviously yeah. had the second pile and I would have just I saw Liam's the... eyes glitter and I was like, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's 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 not played it before. He's not played yeah, it a long time. He's, a long he's rusty. Time. We're not yeah. we're not cutting edge filth ourselves. We, we we miss a lot of stuff. So so no, it was a fun game. We were we were not not uh, we were like, oh we you know, if we, if we miss you guys game one, then we're chances are we won't play you. <laughs> yeah. And then the draw came out without playing the game one. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, we've got the really hard, <laughs> really hard game one. But it was, it was, it was a lovely game. It was great. It was, you were, you were good opponents and kept kept things moving along in the right direction. Yeah, you want us to do all our games? No, I'll, I'll quickly do through. mine. It's okay. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just going to touch on who I played really. So I, I played it. We played it against. Uh, Martin Johnson and uh, Andy Hawthorne, it was. They were Team Slider, so it was a Legion of Blood Night Haunt combo. So we had eight grave sites on the board, um, <laughs> which was great for the the Night Haunt, who were just sort of uh, floating around between grave sites, which was which was nice for them. Uh, no, it was a good game. It was uh, the the Legion of Blood had a, a zombie dragon as well. Um, so I, th- I think that Arwen didn't quite realise how powerful her punch was in this game because there was the uh, the no-rend thing and she didn't realise just how tanky her general was compared to other things because everybody was ignoring rend. So uh, it was it was good. Um, we got a we got a win. Um, so, so yeah, it was uh, she wanted well. You'll hear what she said. She 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 wanted not to come last, 
And then when she got a win at the beginning, she was she was made up. She'd said, "Oh well, if we'd have got one minor win, I'd have been really happy." So, oh, that's good. so that was good. Um, but then uh, game two happened. <laughs> and, uh, Who did you play then? Uh, we played a uh, team get good, which was um, it was. Uh, you may have heard of them just just there. So we played who you played. So our reward for uh, for uh, something positive in in game one was was uh, going up against Nathan and Liam. And so uh, yeah. Or or at this point, Nathan was so out of it, it was just Liam. I, I didn't real I didn't realize he was ill, and I just thought that you were being really bossy and not letting him touch anything. You're <laughs> being daddy. I was away to the toilet about seven or eight times. I didn't realize what was yeah. going on. Um, and I knew just Jesus took the powerful. wheel. That's what happened. I, I I knew just how powerful your lists were, and so I took little into the side and I said, "Look, we're we're not going to be able to do anything here." <laughs> and I says, "We're not we're not going to try and kill him. So you just pick what you want us to kill, and that's what we'll go for in the game." So uh, yeah, um, we we could have done things better. There was a, a catalog, I suppose, of of things I that was... been better, but I did I wasn't wanting uh i wasn't wanting anything too too highly strong so i didn't i didn't want it to be i didn't want her to think that there was any pressure on so uh i was yeah, quite but... disappointed when you didn't try I, I like when you just when you like you said you just you you played a bunker turn one yeah and we were like we were actually we quite worried we're like turn. you could have won you could have won that game quite easily if he's just survived turn one charging us because you had so much speed that we didn't even remember uh, oh, no. like literal like rookie mistakes yep. yeah yeah no i mean th- perhaps but the thing was uh at the end like of the you game you didn't want the pressure on her no, sort of, yeah. at the end of the game she had his vampire lord on zombie still alive and she'd killed mm-hmm. the two characters she, that she wanted yeah, she to kill up on me she killed she all my did. stuff after they <laughs> that that happened, that... all the way through it she, she, she picked our list not to kill oh, it was, it was, it was becoming a thing battered. at this point yeah it, it, nathan's models were the problem while the gristle guard general just went around smiling like on his noble steed just killing everything <laughs> it was ridiculous uh, just how many dryads that gristle oh, general killed them. that I mean, was even was... at minus one to hit that's yeah, what see, at the start of that combat stew i was like great Yes, maybe Dryads can kind of hold it at bay because I think he'd only the first couple of weapons he'd only killed maybe four or five Dryads. Then the bites came and uh-huh. he took fifteen off. I was like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> What's just it, happened here?" It was ridiculous, and all and then he went just again. Went. Yeah. yeah. So no, it was a uh, it was it was carnage. But there you go. It was a uh, uh, little and came away from it with a moral victory to herself. She killed two Tide Casters and. I don't know, eight thralls or something, and yeah, and... she killed the thralls, the tidecaster, yeah. the soul scryer. Oh, what's she, it? Was she there? was really good as well, and she kept really positive during the game, and it was a pleasure. Mm. Player, yeah, no, she, she really enjoyed good. it. So. so that's as being Nathan says. If you, we uh, we thought if you alpha at turn one, we'd probably lose because you had actually enough with your ability to spread out and things like that. You'd have been able to tag your woods still. And just tag all our units and hold them in, and yeah. then just spend to be immune to battle shock. Because on, I still think without the Gristle Gore General getting any of its spell buffs off on itself, it isn't as good. Uh, it, obviously, it's still mental how much damage you can put out. 
But yeah, the, I, it was when you buffed how many attacks it had. I didn't quite realise just how much tankier it got once you started and throwing extra attacks a lot, And on it's it. unmodified. Because it's now a modified sixes as well, it doesn't really matter. It's the same, I, I'm playing Slanesh at the moment. And Damonettes, if you make them minus one a hit, yeah. they're still hitting you as well as they would before, because on yeah, above 20 models, on five doubles, pluses are still yeah. doubles, yeah. Yeah. No, it was good though. It was a, but it was a comprehensive victory for yourselves uh, in terms of scenario and in terms of yeah. uh, kill points. Um, the, scenario, the scenario was a favour for us. We th- we said that when yeah. they came out that all the scenarios were quite favoured to our army because we had the ability to just. If the last mission was another hero mission as well, we would even be happier because obviously I can summon heroes. Yeah. Uh, no, I felt a bit bad for Little because, as I say, I'd, I'd picked a Legion of Knights so she could ambush on, and in the first game, she had no rend, and the artifact on her, the Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon was pretty much meaningless. Um, if anything, it made things worse, because we couldn't get any you know, buffs and whatnot. But, um, and in the second game, she couldn't ambush on, and I was just thinking, Ugh. but the third game was, wasn't too bad. So, But what about yourself, uh, Scott, what did what did you face game two? So game two, we were up against Team Pew Pew. So this was guys from Aberdeen, William Convery and Connor Gillen. Ah, so uh, yeah, I played was, them uh, the night before on a, uh, a on a warm up game. Yeah, nice lads. I've not played. Uh, well, I've not met Connor before. Um, known William for a couple of years, just through. Uh, he came to the, one of the first Tempests. Um, and he, he appears occasionally, so it's good to see him play him finally. But so they he had KO, uh, so he had a chemist, an admiral, ten archonauts, ten archonauts, uh, uh, six riggers with a sky with what's his one time sky hook here, and ten thunderers with nine ether shot rifles. Blah blah blah. So plenty of guns um, on on his side of things. And Connor was running Skaven with Claw Lord, Master Mulder, forty clan rats, twenty clan rats. Three storm fiends with a, a mixture of things. There was a rattling cannon in there. There was warp fire projectors and something else, but it was quite ranged anyway. So and and, and a hell pit as well. So um, plenty of plenty of threat there. And the, the guns had me a bit worried. So obviously team pew pew. Um, but we had plenty of bodies as well. Uh, and this was this was total commitment, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so the, we just I think probably most folk did what we did and just basically split your armies into, into halves. I took the left, Hans took the right, and he just... The, the, the plan was uh, he would sit on ours and I would have just go up and destroy as much as I could the, the left flank uh, with the Gristlegore and leave 10 ghouls just to kind of babysit the, uh, my my objective. And that was the plan. We did, we did have some lovely tactical advice from Nathan on what we, what we should do. And we even talked about it, and you said, "Oh, you know, create a big long screen of uh, rats on one side, and that'll protect your your thing." And we we talked about it, and then <laughs> when Hans was deploying, I was like, "Didn't we have a plan for this?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." So anyway, so we we, we went back to basics and just did what we did. Did did what we do naturally. <laughs> did you try and nurture our strength of schedule? Is that what you were doing there, Nathan? Is that? Yeah, that was it. It didn't work for the last game, but yeah. <laughs> well, no, we, um... we made a complete big zero in the last game. But... <laughs> anyway, this 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 was uh, this is when I really saw the power of Crystal Gore. Uh, so I, I positioned my my two dragons up as, as far as I could, right? A launch. I had the the arch regent. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd actually done things properly this time, and you know, prepared my my, my ranges for buffs and everything. Um, the plan was to bring in flares as usual, 
Uh, I actually had a something pool of a variety of stuff, so but I thought all oh, flares would be good in this game. And we had turn one, uh, I think on drops without even having to roll for it. I can't remember. I've not, I've not counted their drops, but he so facing me basically on my side of things was the was most of the KO and well they they, they mixed their drops up pretty well actually. I think they they kept the rats on on more towards the. Michael's side, but I had the Storm Fiends facing me behind a little screen of 10 Arcanauts. The the Thunderers were sort of in the middle, and the Riggers were, were over on my side as well. And there was, I think there was maybe the small unit of Clan Rats on that side. So, uh, And the, the Hell Pit was over on Michael's side, so he, he had to deal with that first. So I, we got we got turn one, and just I just launched uh, into him, basically. Uh, got the two dragons into the uh, one each side of the the, the kind of Arcanauts and and the uh, what do you call the Storm Fiends and just obliterated them basically <laughs> with a probably a couple of command points spent but even just with the getting in range of the Scream um, and that did some damage first of all I took like one Storm Fiend off and a couple of Arcanauts and then made the charges because it wasn't there wasn't long to go uh, got in and just absolutely ripped them apart so the bottom line was that that left flank was cleared really quickly. I summoned in three flares, turn one to to, to help threaten that side, and they just oh the two dragons and the and the flares just ripped that side apart. Uh, meanwhile, Hans was just bunkered up and taking the taking the hell pit to the face on that side, so he was trying to shoot it off, and he did he did a bit of damage. He weakened it a wee bit, inking the hell pit, and did a quite a bit of damage. And I'm I'm thinking, oh god, this 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 might this might wipe through that flank as well but he, he held in the end and I think because it's obviously a bit better on the charge isn't it when it goes in it does impact hits and things like that oh uh, the avalanche of flesh yeah so we, that, that that took out a few scaven but he, but he held and his, his shooting did a, did alright and he, he he killed it eventually Um. meanwhile the the KO once it got to their turn the, the, the KO so I didn't kill the left, the left flank in one turn uh, the, the KO did have a, a, a good go at me, and they they took off the the bear terror geist first. It didn't take long. I think it was maybe I don't think it was one hundred shooting, but it wasn't far off it. It certainly weakened it down to almost a, maybe a couple of wounds, um, and they got the general as well in the end. But by this point, I'd cleared off that flank, and was, I, I, we'd scored that objective. So it was kind of mission done in that sense. Didn't mind losing them, um, but but. but by that point, they'd shown their power, and you know, you're sort of frantically saying, "Oh my God, I didn't realize that they could do that sort of thing." <laughs> this is the first <laughs> I'm time I've so seen sorry, it. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I know you feel like a knob apologizing sometimes. You're like, "I've not seen this before." Oh my God. Um, so it was brutal. But the then the the, the swing point there was that he was. They're still kind of in it a little bit. Um, the, the help it came back to life, and he he launched it down to. Um, threatened my objective where my little 10 ghouls were so that he got in there pretty quickly and obviously chewed up 10 ghouls that didn't take long um, and I I turned around and my arch regent had, had gone up a little bit, he'd ventured up just to just to help get in you know, spell range to keep buffing the dragons before they died so he was sort of mid-board so he turned around and went back and um, got into combat with the the A-bomb which wasn't quite on full wounds so he was he was holding his own, you know, he was, he was casting the plus D3 attacks on himself and we were fighting on a bit of scenery as well, like a, a big rock with a, you know a flat flat top, which could hold the models quite comfortably. So it was he was getting you know plus one save and all this. So he was he was a little bit of a, a little so bit tanky. 
Yeah, a little bit of tar pit himself. Obviously, healing healing three wounds every turn. So he he kept it going and was nicking wounds off it. Meanwhile, my three flares had turned round and came zipping down the wing as well. Um, and they finished it off. So a little bit of concern there, but eventually I totally cleaned off my side of things. Meanwhile, Hans had had kept his side of things just nicely. And using your using your tip from the last game, I'd, before he died, I'd, I'd got in the um, second group of three flares. Just a threaten on that side. They they did a great bit of work just chewing through the big unit of clan rats. They just absolutely destroyed them as well. Obviously, screaming. There's a lot of damage to to kind of clan rats. And once you start getting them down and down, it it just like an exponential speed up in the in the rate they die. You know, so it was a good game for us. We uh, kind of basically wiped the floor with them in terms of killing everything pretty much. Um, and we got the major, which wasn't really in doubt after the start, but there was a little bit of a kind of squeaky bum moment in the middle of the game but good game and we got our win cool good stuff so uh going into the last game this was uh places of arcane power am i right have i said it right yeah it was wasn't it oh yes. look at places me. of arcane power yeah and this was the one i mean it's just worth noting as well um that the uh this the realmscape in the last one was if you can't fly, you can't run. It was that life one, wasn't it? And you yeah. managed to turn off flying for our army, which made things pretty tricky the way we'd boxed ourselves in to actually get out. Um, so I think that was uh, that was quite good, having that ability to turn off flying. So well done. Uh, but what was the realmscape feature in the last one? It was, it was it fire, and it was nothing, was it? Yeah. Guys. Yeah, so this one, um, we were against Team Wait What, which was Matt Rennie and Steve Ramage. Um, so Matt had his Gloom Spike Gits. Um, he had a Loom Boss on Manglers, a couple of Fungoid Cave Shamans, um, two bunches of Squigs, I think, and another Mangler. And then he had an Endless Spell, and it was that bloody mushroom. And it, it was absolutely <laughs> mental, that thing. I don't know if you faced one. But yeah, the amount of off. damage that that came yeah. out, it, it killed more than the rest of their armies. But Well, more than the rest of Matt's army. Good against uh, Dryads. It was great against Dryads. It was not so good against the Branch Wraith who was holding the objective, but it was good against a, a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that you're all 66 for placement, and he rolled a ridiculous amount of inches <laughs> and just dumped it right on the objective, pretty much. And, uh, yeah, it was good. Um Stephen had Knight on, and he had um, a couple of Guardians of Souls, one with Lantern and one with Mortality Glass. He had two forties of Chain Rasps, um, and he was Chain Guard Battalion, and he had the Geminids. Um, now his army, it was it was pretty crazy because I, I I think I underestimated his side of the board. They went on one side, and I took we took first and. What I basically did was what I tend to do on this one is I stuck a dryad on each of the um, of the the flanks and put a thirty bunker around him. Um, I stuck ten dryads just as a screen to stop him getting to the middle one, but instead of um, going for the middle one, um, I tend to instead focus on on killing the opponent. So what me and Owen did, we sat down and we lo- we looked at it. And I, and I saw the um the loom boss on Mangler and just knew I had to get that that had to be dead. So I just said to her at the beginning, right, you've 
we've got to try and kill that before it gets into an our army because that'll just devastate that flank. And then she rolled the um, she rolled something like a, a double six for pinions, um, and she fired the bloody the uh, the zombie dragon, um, the full what twenty six inches because it was swift formed as well, so it went straight over. Um, then it had something like a three inch charge. It went in and it just ate the Mangler Squig and Loom Boss straight away. It just killed it. Um, so it really, really nerfed nerfed their army. And then the um, the second Mangler went into him, but because he was on a three up, ignoring Rend, it just couldn't hurt him. So it was pretty much the the zomb- the Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon that that took out the uh, the Gloom Spike gets. Um, the mushroom started eating away, but on the other flank, um, the the chain the chain rasps they they were dying fast, but they they were coming back so fast, and I just couldn't get to the characters that were healing them. And um, I think at the end, he, he had two forties of chain rasps still left, whereas my dryads were really uh, really picked away. Um, but we did score. We it wasn't. It, it ran away in the end, the scoring. Um, I think on the fourth turn, he had managed to get the middle one and he'd held it for two turns. Didn't get either of the others. Um, but then the Vampire Lord got pinions off again, flew right over and he'd left a tiny gap in his 40-man um, screen where the, the the Vampire Lord could, could pile in and the three-inch bike could reach over and get the Guardian. And she uh, she chomped him and ate him. Um, I think you've undersold that... this a little bit, Stu, because I've heard that it was cast on a 9 plus and it was a boxcar's charge as well. Yeah, yeah, she it was uh, <laughs> it was pretty pretty awesome to be honest. And and if it weren't for <laughs> if it weren't for her, I think yeah. I mean I think I don't know if mathematically they could have done it anyway, because the dryad on the left flank wasn't going anywhere. The the branch race, sorry. Yeah. The one on the other flank yeah, she was she was dying. He was gonna get it. They were gonna get into that. We couldn't challenge, so that was starting to rack up. Um, but the fact I definitely that... think your daughter's dice need checked anyway. They were very very good rolling when they played I, I, us as well. Oh, I'll tell you what though, she was she was rolling sixes on command. I'd, I'd turn around to her and I'd say, right, roll a six, and she'd roll it, and everybody'd be like, whoa, <laughs> no, no, no. But no, she did really good. But yeah, she got like a crazy charge off, and I think because it ate the the guardian at that point it became mathematically impossible um if she did not got that big charge and not got the three inch bite and killed it there would have been a chance that i think we could have snatched it but uh yeah it was a really good game i really enjoyed it yeah it was good it was uh it was um it was close but uh yeah that that vampire lord on zombie dragon just did it uh the dryads just did what they do and hold things up but but that thing, I'd never really, because I've always played in the past when I used to play Death. I always had the Mortax, didn't I? And I'd never gone yeah. pure Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon. And I really enjoyed it. The um, dragons are great. Yeah, it was good. good. So, no, it was it was good Shame fun. The other ones are just now way overpowered. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was good, though. And, um, and I think Pinions, um, it just it won that game. And... It won the first game, and it won the warm-up game. People, really, it's it's hard, it's hard to overstate 
just how important pinions is. And there's so many games when I've played Death, and when I used to use Vordry, I'd always give it to him, where you'd be surprised how often it comes up, the 9+. Plus. And it's only a 5 to get the plus 5. Yeah. And you can you can pretty much get that that zombie dragon anywhere you want in it. Um, and it can kill most things. Um, and if there's a, any objective that's um, not not totally uh, ironclad, it's going to get into it. And those four Morgaths as well coming in in reserve, you didn't face it, obviously, because we had total commitment. Um, but when he can pop pinions, get wherever he wants, um, and, and be given the... Um, the six-up death save to the Morgasts. And then yeah. if you do survive that alpha, um, they're then re-rolling hits on the second round of combat. So, yeah, it's really good. Well, if you ever it's do it. fancy playing Legion of Blood again, you've got that formation with Neferat and the two vampires because yeah. that gives them even more movement if they're in yeah. range of the throne. It's so fast. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it, and it reminded me how much I liked death. So I've been pining for a bit more um, playing of death. But that was us. So, what about yourselves? Uh, we'll go on to uh, Scott next because because uh, you you guys were obviously on two wins. So we'll hear about you last. Well, Scott's uh, game was pivotal. Pivotal. So, <laughs> unfortunately for you guys, <laughs> we were we were tired and, and and old by this point. So, uh, so this was uh this was against uh, the lookout. The English are coming. Oh, Mr. Swaffield. Mr. Swaffield and Rich Elston, who oh, yeah. haven't played either of them before, so that was excellent to finally get games against um, Martin, especially, because he's been a few events. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he was running Zinch, which was cool. Uh, he had, well, it's, it's, it's pure demon list. He's got Lord of Change. Um, he's got, let's look and see what he's got on it. Ignax Scales on the Lord. He's got Herald of Zinch on a disc. He's got two, time, two times ten pink horrors and uh, some spells. He's got Ether Void Pendulum and Geminids. So he was set a thousand points on the nose. And Rich was running uh, Stormcasts. He had a <coughs> Lord Arcanamon Griff Charger uh, with Staunch Defender, Bitter Shield, uh, blah, 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 some other stuff there. Storm, Stormcast stuff. He had Night, Night Encantor, 20 Sequiturs, uh, 5 Sequiturs, and a Comet. So. Quite quite a tasty little list that one anyway. And the, the Zinch one, you don't really, well, you know it's gonna it's gonna deny you magic. It's gonna cast magic at you. Um, but we haven't seen much in the way of Zinch demons around around for a long time. And it's from personal point of view, it's cool to see a lot of change on the table. I, I love that model. I think I might even love it more than a Great and Clean one actually. But um, so that was cool. But um, importantly for us or for them, they were less drops than us, so they got to to go first. Um, and it's 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 quite a, I think. You, you can get quite close to the objectives, can't you? It's a diagonal mission. You've got the three running across the diagonal line. Um, and it, basically they could get into all three turn one. So they had the Lord of Change and some horrors down on kind of the left-hand side. Uh, in the middle, the Stormcasts just swamped it and they dropped the tw- obviously the 20 sectors in there and he had both the Encanter and the and the Arcanum in there, so he had double hero. Um, and up on the other side, they just put the little Herald on there, but the, importantly, they were scoring them all um, turn one, and the other ten horrors were up there. And they got Geminids off, they got Pendulum was off as well, but it didn't really, Pendulum didn't really do anything in this game, it, it seemed to just just move a little bit, but Geminids was pretty important. So they got it down towards our, 
or towards my dragons. Um, so I was sort of threatening the middle and the my right objectives, which obviously they were they were wanting to keep the Lord of Change. They kept it till the last drop, um, and it, so he was wanting to keep him away from my dragons, which they successfully managed to do really with deployment, putting him so far down on that side. I wanted to stay quite middle so I could, you know, try and tackle them to threaten two of three two of the three objectives, um, and. Yeah, we just didn't get going in this. We just uh, just made a mess of a few things. But Geminids came down and debuffed my dragons a little bit. Um, so minus one attack is is pretty pretty good on the if you get it off against the general and the the terrorgeist. Um, he got his comet come thumping down it towards Michael's um, Skaven blobs. He was he was kind of pretty tightly packed together. I don't think our deployment was, was, was particularly great in this one. The cannon was kind of trapped in. It got he, he fired in his five sectors. Um, they got they they got into combat and just kind of pinned things a little bit. Just slowed just slowed us down. And you know sectors are a pain in the backside to remove remove even just five of them, especially when they're fighting, um, you know clan rats and a warp lightning cannon. There's not much not much teeth in there. So that so that that kind of frustrated us. Um, we. We just didn't get going. <laughs> a few times, we just didn't get going. We didn't score a single point in this. We couldn't get, could not get a an objective over the the, the game. We, we didn't. I don't think we got a full five turns in. I think we maybe got to turn four, but um, just made a few mistakes. Just didn't get charges off. Couldn't get with, with the with the terror guys being debuffed. Even with you know me firing command points in, it was just not enough to. Uh, you know, I, I, we killed all the. Well, I killed all the Stormcasts. So the big blow in the middle, you know, the dragons got there, they chewed through them, but the heroes were still there, they were still scoring. And it even came down to the the general eating the encounter or trying to eat the, destroy the encounter, and he would have claimed that that middle objective because um, he was the scoring hero at that point. Um, but I just didn't... Being debuffed with my minus attack, it wasn't enough to, to outright kill the encounter. And he, he, he popped his little... Um, Magic, what do you call it? You know the little uh, item that they can basically explode. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the vials. Uh, yeah, so it killed it killed him uh, and did a few wounds to me. So it just meant that you know I hadn't claimed that objective. So even though I was on it and he wasn't there anymore, um, you know it, it, it just frustrated us for another turn. So I mean, we we couldn't do anything about Laura changed on the bottom. Um, just. Made a few mistakes. Like I, I, I realized after doing it, I could have done something clever in the, in the top right with with my flares and my, my arch regent. I could have timed, feeding frenzies better to have, actually got my guy in combat to to threaten earlier and, um, kill him and you know therefore immediately score the objective. But didn't realize that till after the fact. So it's just little things like that. I should have, I shouldn't have put the the last three flares. Uh, down towards Lord of Change because that was just a complete waste of time. There was no point in them being done there. I should have kept that command point to use for in the other two. You know, it would at least give a chance of doing stuff. So we we just we just made a complete arse of it basically. <laughs> so so sorry sorry Liam and Nathan. Um, <laughs> the, the the strength of schedule was was not there for you this turn this game. We 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 got majored in that one. We did a fair bit of damage. Um, obviously with Crystal Gore does does that, but they they'd sat on all three objectives for the whole game and just just destroyed us so so good so, game good fun they're, they're good lads um but that was it for us yeah well the 
So I suppose going into that last game, there were uh, there were four teams on two majors. Um, the Orkney meta was strong on the top three tables. So it was. The, the top row was um, was me and Arwen uh, against uh, um, uh, Team Waitwat, as we've just said. Um, there was uh, Liam and Nathan against um, Team America is really good on table two. And on table one, much to my horror and dismay, um, <laughs> my my county county mates and compatriots, part of the Orkney Raiders, but always challenging for the tiara, um, was uh, Wrath and Rapture, which was Spagineric, up against uh, Fish Sticks. So the four teams that were unbeaten at this point was uh, was was those top two tables, and I was looking nervously over there. Uh, obviously proud that we were doing so well, but, but also, <laughs> also <laughs> so, somewhat nervous that um, that I was going to be, uh, I don't know, taunted and, and, and lauded <laughs> over for the next two months until the next event. Um, so there you go. So you went into, into it against uh, Team America is really good, didn't you, chaps? So what was what was that all about? That was probably the hardest list there. Uh, JP and John. In my opinion, anyway. It was the one that we were yeah. worried about the most. It what had so much have? control. I think that was the thing. Yeah, so it had, had the Grisogore. Yeah. The Grisogore, with Grisogore, as a general, just the usual, uh, Arch Regent, a Zombie Dragon uh, battle line, a unit of Two units of ghouls or one unit of ghouls? Just one. Just one. It was one the exact same as Scott. And then stupid, so stupid amount of fan points. Uh, then Kairos Fate Weaver, two units of Acolytes, and Gaunt Sumner and Spell Portal. Again, like was eight hundred points. So I had like four. God, I didn't points. realize. I didn't realize they had four command points. I never picked up on that. Yeah, they, they, were, they, they were even better. At and they had the archery. Uh, they had Ether Quartz Brooch as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the way that they were working it was they were just trying, like, obviously the Feck army relies on casting those buff spells. So every time they successfully cast a buff spell, then John's getting a point for summoning. Yeah. And then he had Kairos that was there, two spells per turn, both on doubles. So whenever he successfully casts a spell, he's getting two points. Yeah. Um, Gaunt Summoner's casting two spells as well. And then I think... Initially, their plan was to summon on Pink Horrors or Heralds and just have more scoring uh, units. Um, they took first turn. We deployed quite cagey, while still we didn't want Threatening. to deploy so yeah. cagey in the sense that we wouldn't be able to threaten them if they did give us turn one. But halfway through their deployment, when JP deployed his uh, Arch Regent on the line, we knew that they weren't giving us first turn because they would just throw away a piece. We already had the eels. They deployed we... him way too early. Yeah. That should have like... been like one of the last drops, I felt. Uh, it was like third drop. Yeah, it was quite it was early. The acolytes, 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 then the ghouls, then him. So yeah, fourth drop. Um, we'd at that time just been soul scrying the ground. Uh, my random heroes, just not giving anything away, was kind of our... Yeah. And it all kind of went really wrong for them, turn one. So uh, JP moved his um, 
Grisogor general onto one objective. Uh, John moved Kairos onto the centre objective. And then in the top right objective, he'd moved his Archregent, but he also moved his Unridden Zombie Dragon to try and charge and pin the eels because the eels were on the top right flank threatening that objective as well. And then I had the ability to bring on the Soul Scryer and score that. Uh, he charged the Zombie Dragon, but he didn't roll high enough to get over the screen. So they actually used Kairos's ability at the very beginning of the game, which was a massive relief for us. That was yeah, that was that gone was so at that point. Um, other key thing they'd done was they did the portal from Kairos and half the movement on your Terrorgeist with that spell yeah. Parch from the Realm of Fire, um, which was quite good. But when he charged into the unit of nine eels, the unit of nine eels zapped the zombie dragon for nine wounds or. 11 wounds wounds off him he was too far away for the death save as well so he only had 3 wounds left Um, you couldn't pile in twice either yeah he didn't even kill an eel did he? no he he killed an eel one eel Yeah, Uh, um, 1 and 2 wounds was what it did, 6 wounds altogether and then the eel, the eels piled in and finished it off and then going into our turn we thought we'd won it didn't we because we're like well the eels are going to take off uh, the Archregion, I can bring the Scryer mm. on to charge in and pile in to get that objective. Uh, we realised as well, some... we realised earlier there, we're just like, we only need two spells turn one, one spell. and that's it. We only one cast spell, yeah. um, Spectral Host. I think that was probably the only key thing that I came up with the whole weekend. Yeah. I was like, just don't cast any spells because <laughs> yeah. uh, they're just getting more summoning points. And it worked as well because they summoned 10 blue horrors, which is 10 points. And that was all they had used all their points to get 10 blue horrors on where they could have, if they had two more points, they could have brought on a a herald to score an objective. Yeah. So, or if we'd been casting freely, we'd have probably given them enough points to bring on. They'd probably been on 18. Yeah. Easily 18. Because we we had six spells. Yeah. But we, we didn't, it didn't go quite to plan though. We got the Grisogor general like what six five inches, inches away. away. Yeah. It was five inches away enough. It failed the charge. Four inch charge. Command pointed it and failed again. <laughs> so <laughs> the game is back on. Yeah. So the game was back on at that point because we like the Grisogor general was in the bottom left. If we had secured the top and the middle objectives by like killing Kairos and the Archregent, the only way that their army still had threat was bringing the general away to fight us, which would mean they wouldn't be scoring, and the game would have just been lost on that point. Uh, then we ended up losing turn two priority as well. So it got a bit cagey. Um, but then it all kind of came together turn three, or turn two and turn three. Yeah. We just dominated. The high tide gave us such a bonus going in on turn two. We just kind of dominated there. Uh, the couple of they they on turn two retreated kairos off the objective was it on turn yeah, two to put him as which far away we from. thought was if you're gonna lose the objective anyway you could have just sacrificed him rather than i think the gaunt spells would have been a lot better than what kairos had left to put damage output because uh, obviously the gaunt summoner was sitting with like seven spells he knew at the time it was still uh, such a tight game. It came down to like a matter of inches yeah. as well. Like I, I milked the pile in on the eels 
So mm-hmm. like piled the thralls in without going within an inch so that I didn't need to attack the ghouls to kill them so that my eels could still pile in and sneak a free three-inch move uh, so that I could then, in our turn, move 14 inches and then charge with a plus three. And it barely got enough. I think I got two models into the Gaunt Summoner or something mm-hmm. to, to take them off. So it was really, really close game. It should have been ours turn two if you could just make a five-inch charge. But Even turn uh, one? Yeah, if I made the five-inch yeah. charge turn one, it would have been over there. Uh, only thing that was different on their list I thought was weird, because obviously they knew there was going to be a hero mission, is that the Gaunt and the Summoner didn't have the pass-off wounds spell. Yeah. Because I thought yeah, they would no, have that on him, that, but, and that would yeah. have made him like 19 wounds with Forgot that Karak like unit. Or the got uh, the ghouls that come on the board edge, you could have set him up so that he's sitting with like 20-odd wounds. 29 yeah, wounds. pick a friendly unit, isn't it? It's not even yeah. pick a each unit, so he could have oh, handed off wounds yeah. to a 20-man unit of ghouls. Yeah. Good stuff. So, it'd have been good to have uh, Eric and Spadge to actually talk through how, how their match went with uh, with the Team Fish Sticks. But Craig and Phil. Craig and Phil. Um, now, I remember, um, I'd, I, I'll talk quickly through what they took. Uh, Craig took a uh, Silver Nest, so he had uh, the Warsinger Gaia Strike, Durthu with a Branch Wraith with Acorn and the Throne. Uh, 20 Dryads, 10 Dryads, 10 Dryads, and Forest Folk. Um, and then Phil had Skaven Tide. Uh, it was a Grey Seer. Uh, 20 Clan Rats, 20 Clan Rats, 40 Monks. Help it, Doom Wheel. Um, now, I think it must have been turn one or something that there was a, a big ooh went out because uh, am I right in thinking that the skulls from the corn skulls, whatever they're called. Uh, called the branch killed, witch killed turn the one, bran- yeah. The branch she rolled eight race, and then took six mortals. So she couldn't yeah. she couldn't summon in any uh, any dryads. So, oh, wow. so that's hilarious. <laughs> it was, yeah. So uh, almost as funny as when, when John uh, learned how to summon dryads off me and started using my own <laughs> models. But but no, so that that um ended up anyway that um uh, that that Craig and Phil got the got the major they got the win so going at the close of the three game tournament um both yourselves and them were on the three the three majors and it went down to strength of schedule and unfortunately um they pipped you so so well done to uh to craig and phil yeah, their um, round one opponent was playing our... No, their round two opponent was playing our round one opponent, so it literally came down to Scott and Michael's game. It's hilarious. It, so if, yeah. so if we'd won it, would you, would you have been tied on strength of schedule? No, because their strength of schedule would have been worse because you had beaten their round two opponent. So <laughs> we would have swapped strength of schedules, basically. That's what I mean. It came down to your oh, game. Right. Oh, well. <laughs> and and, and in, terms of, in terms of Orkney... Um, you you came second, then America is really good came third, and then myself and Arwen came fourth. What a result! Um, with an great. exact same oh, strength yeah, of schedule as Wrath and Rapture. Um, so the other Orkney team had the same strength of schedule, and it came down to kill points, and it came down to about five hundred kill points. I so think Arwen it was. Yeah, but uh, it, it's Arwen. You're both minus, so it's net kill points. So you're you're minus five hundred and ten, and you still beat them. Yeah, <laughs> they're so minus one thousand and forty. Yeah, so, nice. so we uh, it was close. <laughs> um, 
but, but yeah, we managed to to take the top Orkney spot. Um, so no, it was good fun. Uh, it was really nice change, I think, to have a to have a doubles event. I found that there was very little pressure there, and it really was just a fun game for us. Um, Try so... playing game three versus JP and John. Oh no, well <laughs> that was that was uh, that was tough. No, it was it was good fun, and and as I say, it could have easily gone the other way that last game. Um, John definitely wanted that win. That was uh, seen from the start of the game. He's yeah. definitely <laughs> playing for it. Oh well, he's he's in for it this time. He's wanting to qualify for Masters. He's going to be up there. <laughs> so we um yeah we we could, have, we could have lost that last game. <laughs> but um no, he's choosing the wrong demon it. army. That's what he's done. He's chosen <laughs> the wrong god. I think he'll do all right. He'll do good. So here you go. Is is the account from the first timer? She's wrote me a. I, I set her the task of writing a two hundred word um review. So here you go. I'm uh, I'm I'm not going to edit it. I'm just going to read it out. So here you go. It might might get it wrong, but I really enjoyed my first tournament. Um, but the game is more complicated than I thought. It was fun to play games with Dad and against other teams. I really liked my first game, which we won. The second game was a lot harder, and we didn't win, but I still enjoyed it. The third game was hard, but we still won. All the people we as with donuts as well. <laughs> <laughs> All the people we played uh, against were really nice, and I think they enjoyed playing us too. Everyone's armies looked really good and played really well. I didn't know the movement had to be so precise, and I used to always nudge things out of place. <laughs> but I found out you will you will properly move yourself out of range of the other team, and so uh, and sometimes you have to roll loads of dice. The models <laughs> in my half of the army was just meant to go and smash stuff. I think I smashed a lot of models, mainly with my zombie dragon. Mm-hmm. I was only expecting to get one minor win, but we got two major ones. I was happy I got fourth in my first tournament, and I will definitely go again as dad's partner. I found it really fun, and now I know how to play. It is a lot more interesting. So yeah, there you go. Stuff. That's a good review. Yeah. yeah. So well done. And a good admission of cheating with nudging models. What's this Orkney meta all about? Well, if you nudge less if it's less than an inch, it doesn't count. Nudge gate. That's that's <laughs> I remember <laughs> So no, that was a good event. A good event. No, I think she means because we play open war at home. And uh, mm. so yeah. uh you obviously you can uh you can let them away with that when you're playing skirmish and stuff, but uh, she, I, I had to, I had to be not not overly stern, but uh, correct her if she bumped things or or whatnot. So, so no, it's but, good that it sinks in though. So, yeah, good, she's, yeah but that's really good. How old is she? What eleven? Did you say? Ten. Ten. 10. So that's, yeah. nice. I mean, that's that's brilliant. Yeah. So there you go. Happy days. So. Um, well, well done to John, and thanks for doing that. And hopefully, we'll have another one next year. So, yeah. so uh, how does that affect the standings, Scott? Have you got an update for the standings? I do. I've just opened up the spreadsheet there. So there you okay. go, preparation. Yeah. Um. So we've actually had. Let me get back to this. There's been a couple of events because I don't. Did, did we have? Time. 
yeah. Well, thankfully we didn't podcast that. So, uh, yeah, there's been actually been two events since the last podcast. There's been the Vengeance One Day event. That's the well, it's now in Falkirk. It was the old Sterling War Gamers. So I forget what they're called now. Fourth Valley War Gamers or something. Anyway, the old Sterling War Gamers, and this was One Day Two Thousand Point Three Game back in uh, March about a month ago, maybe. So Lee won this with his filthy, filthy daughters again. Um, uh, Ross Joyce came second with his Legion of Blood. So uh, they've, they're the sort of two regular players. There was a whole lot of the local guys in that club that you don't hear uh, much of the other events. So that's they're obviously new in the rankings with one event, so it hasn't really impacted a lot of them. But a couple of guys like uh, Ian Hunter, he was running Bristol Gore, he came fourth. A top flesh eaters player there, and Matt Rennie, who we've heard about, he was running his deepkin. He was didn't do didn't do so well, but uh, it's extra points on the board. You know, we're, t- we're st- still your best three events of the year, so that add up. Um, and Twin Realms, obviously. So for Vengeance, the top uh, player got seventy two points. For Twin Realms, we were sort of umming and eyeing about this, um, about what should be the the correct pointage for. A, a doubles event. Um, should it be both players get what? If you just imagine it was a two thousand point singles player event, should should they both get that? Probably not because you're not running two thousand points each. You're running one thousand points. So do you get half of what you should get? Well, maybe that makes it not so interesting for others. So we sort of settled on a compromise. So you basically get seventy five percent of what it would be for a, a two thousand point one day three game event. So. The, the winners, Craig and Phil, got uh, 54 points for that. So, um, And Liam and Nathan coming second got 51, 51 and a half points, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Stu and Arwen, you got 46. Uh, and us down in, we were 12th, we got 24 points. So not, not a huge, it, it's, it's not, it wasn't designed to be a, a great mover and shaker, this one, but it did, it did nudge a few folk around. Um, people like John Harper you know, coming third, that's 49 points for him in the bag, which is good. So, looking at the overall standings, if I just get back oh, to them. Top 20. How's the top 20 looking? Top 20. So Who's do, qualifying do, 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 for the Masters? So, up six places, Steve McCormick. So, he's uh, he was he must have played at the... Was he playing in the doubles event? He must have done. Yeah, he was the, um, he was the team bench, wasn't he? Was it not him and Duffy? Were they a oh, team? that's right, that's right. So he's uh, he's just crept into twentieth place, up six places, uh, on a hundred points. So and above him, uh, Kev he dropped he dropped four places. He didn't play either of those events, so he's he's still on his two events uh, for the year. Eighteenth, uh, Sam Pet from Kendall from the Agom crew. He's he's jumped eleven places. Yeah, he was at, Sam's up in the uh, the masters yeah. place. In, yeah, so yeah. Sam, so he well was, done. Uh, he was playing with Adam Rawson. They were playing double Skaven, um, and they did did pretty well, I think. So none of us played them, however, but they, uh, they they're doing well. So uh, uh, Johnny Ford, he he was again hasn't played either of them, so he's he's dropped a few places, down three and seventeenth. Mister Harper uh, up eight places, so he's had his three events. That's so they all add up together. He's on one hundred twenty eight points in fifteenth place. Uh, Phil McGuinness, it's obviously part of the winning. Uh, double act. He's he's only jumped two places. He's been doing pretty well with um, 
his Skaven and Deepkin, I think, this year. I'm not sure if he's playing with Deepkin at all, but certainly Skaven anyway. Uh, he's in 14th, up a couple of places. Three non-movers, John Craig, Matt Rennie, Ross Joyce, take us to 11th place. Um, Matt Rennie has now played five events this year, so he's got your crown, Liam. He's played more events than anybody else. Um, but he's in 12th place with that. So at the top 10, we've got John Bayliss. Uh, he's dropped a place, 178 points. He's only played two events, mind you. So classic John. He just swoops in and does really well and, and uh, gets his points when he really needs them. Um, ninth place, Mark Roberts. He's doing well this year. He's dropped one place. Um, he, I don't think he played either of these, did he? Uh, he's got three events down anyway, so he's played. He's, he's got his max score just now anyway. So uh, fourth place, no, sorry, fourth place. In eighth place, Stu West, dropping one. Uh, you've played four events, 190 points, so doing well. Um, 20, uh, 25 points behind Nathan, though. He's in seventh place, again, dropping one place. You've played four events, so 250. Back in the power position. Went into <laughs> Masters last year in seventh. seventh. Again, to stay there. It's the lucky number. Place. Tactical yes. place to be, is it? Yeah, just <laughs> gently submarining. Um, uh, David Nemeth on two hundred twenty-one. He's he wasn't at the Twin Realms uh, or Vengeance. He's on three events. Uh, JP he's climbed up five places with their with their uh, decent performance at the doubles. So he's got his three events now. He's on two twenty-five. So JP's doing well. Um, Top four, though, again, a little bit of a jump, so 20-odd points to get to Craig Graham. Uh, so basically, the top four didn't move places. They, they, they're, they're locked in place. Um, so they didn't improve Craig's score. He's on 246 from playing his filthy Nagash this year so far. Mike Callahan, captain captain of Scotland, he's on 254. Lee, 259. And... Liam still in front on 262 after four events. So I had uh, briefly, Lee was number one until I'd realized I'd made an arse of the um, the scoring for Vengeance. I'd, I'd, this, the spreadsheet, I typed it in incorrectly and it had given it points for a two-dayer. So by winning it, Lee had nudged ahead of Liam, but then sort of quickly realized uh, my mistake. So Liam had to get his uh, number one spot back, rightly so. So still holding on to it. Uh, did you did you skip over my uh, my 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 companions from Orkney? There is is the nobody well, else in the top twenty. No, they're down in uh, where are we? Eric's twenty five. Uh, He's on eighty six points from his three events. He did jump twenty three places, mind you. So that's uh, been a right good boost for him. So he's sixteenth. He's, He's not. Oh, sorry. Oh, Spadge. I missed Spadge. Yeah, sorry. I jumped from John uh, Johnny Ford uh, yeah. to John Harper. So sorry, Spadge. 16th place. He ah, jumps there you places. Go. Yeah, I missed that one, sorry. And, and, so, and so, so so just uh just out of interest <laughs> in terms of the other players from Orkney. Um what what position are they in? So as we go down, who who, who are we missing? We've got oh well, yeah. Well there's got, Shane and Arwen. We've got young young Arwen who's uh debuting in where are we? Did oh, I've lost her now. She's down in oh here we go. Yeah, she's down in fifty-fourth place, one event, forty-six points. So 54 is good. She's not far behind me, to be honest. I'm in 32nd place after three events. So there you go. Um, bring her to a few more and she'll, <laughs> she'll get to Masters. Um, but as we keep going down, down. Oh, I haven't seen Shane yet. Where is he? Oh, there he is. 82nd place. So uh, he's on he's on 24 points. So he's got a, he's got a fair bit to do yet to catch Arwen. Yeah. So, How many events? Three. Shane, Shane's on three and Arwen's like doubled his score. <laughs> so Shane's three events. No, no pressure to Shane. 
<laughs> no pressure, Shay. I'm sure you'll pull it back at Northern Invasion. You're getting beaten by a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. It's all in jest. He's got some big plans, some big gut-bustery plans for um for Northern Invasion, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for that, Scott. So, let's see what we're up to. Uh, what else? Oh, I've been to another event, haven't I? I've been to the, the Bad Dash Bad Dice Bash. It was like they have a one day or every month or so. I could mention some on yeah. that if you're interested. Yeah, you see it on Twitter all the time. <laughs> so, I so, yeah, I went there. Calls for Bad Dice events. Uh, how much they're mentioned. Oh, it's only a one day or so. So, I was the furthest, furthest travelled for it. It was good fun. I enjoyed it. It was a, uh, it was um, it was at Boards and Swords, which is like a, a gaming store. Um, he, and he ran the Masters this year. The, no, the UK ones. Yeah, wasn't that? No, no. It's only It'll a small upstairs. place. Yeah, there's only there's only room for eight tables or something. He did. Yeah, all you need. The UK oh, Masters what? were the upstairs of that. Ports and right. swords. Yeah, yeah, that's where it was then, yeah. Oh yeah, I suppose for the Masters you only need sixteen players, don't you? So Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a yeah, it was a great great little shop. Um good parking outside. Um, you know, there was they had good stock and uh, down there they, they have a a wealth of, of little gaming venues and stores and yeah, it was it was good. So there was there was scenery, there was mats on most of the tables. It was a great lunch actually uh it was a uh, papa joe's pizza which i'd never had before is that what it's called papa john papa john papa john, papa john. it was good it's fine fine pizza uh, the diabetes was fueled with uh cookies as well and and whatnot um it's a bit pricier for events down there um you're paying pretty much the same for a one day as a two day or up up where we are most importantly, um, did you get? Oh, you said you got your lunch. You got your Papa John's there. Yeah, yeah. you got your Papa John's. There's no swag down there. They don't tend to give out swag and things. Um, See, you come but... and play in Scotland. It's much better. <laughs> oh, no, it's different. Uh, I, I personally better. think it's better in 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 the far north. But uh, um, although we're not the far north to our Nor- Norwegian cousins, we are oh. still the south. But uh, yeah, no, it was good fun. Um, uh, there was there were fourteen people played. It was a you know it wasn't. I think that the max is eighteen that they'll take. So there must be a couple of extra tables. Um, but yeah, there were a few a few faces, a few people um, that I've chatted to in the past on Twitter that I never knew were there. And it's good to put faces to names. And, and it was really nice actually because four of the people there came up and I never didn't know who they were or anything. And they came over and they, they commented on the podcast, which was really nice. They said that they'd uh, that they listened to it and they enjoy it. And uh, yeah, it was it was nice to hear. So thanks to thanks for you guys and and for listening and and for the feedback. Uh, but yeah, it was good. Um, oh, do you want me to tell you who I played? Yes. Anything what, like that? What did, what did yeah. you take? Your, your normal Sylvaneth? Yeah, I had my Sylvaneth. Uh, so I was playing with. Um, Harvest Boon. I'd, after the last event I went to, the last solo, I decided that I couldn't um, I couldn't get all the endless spells off. I've mentioned this because I dropped it down to two casters um, and I was struggling to get Cogs, Bailwind and Geminids out. So I dropped Cogs 
in favour of putting a Heralda in because I was finding that I was always out out dropping by a long way everybody. Um, so I thought, well, I'll I'll just chance it. I'll go to two drops and I'll uh, I'll then have the Heralda at the back who can who can toot the woods. So after the um, Hammer of the North when I was against Mike Callahan game one and his Stormcast, the woods were going crazy, and I just thought an extra D three in the the shooting phase will help. Um, unfortunately for me, <laughs> my first game was against another two drop army. Um, so I was against uh, uh, Ben Johnson's Corn Army, which was the three bloodthirsters. Um, I was Tyrants it four the blood... blood and the blood hunt. Yeah, That's it was four. Yeah, it was four because he had Scarbrand as well, and then he had one to summer. Um, and yeah, it was <laughs> and uh, flesh owns. Well, it came down to a roll, and he 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 beat me. So it 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 was a a good lesson to um maybe stick with one drop. So he beat me for the uh, the roll off. Um he gave me the first turn. Uh I pretty much all I did was pop my woods and summon What some mission drops. were you on? Right, so yeah, it was against Ben and it was um he had his blades of clock corn and yeah it was the uh, the tyrants and blood hunt. Um it was Star Strike and I hate Star Strike with Sylvaneth because you don't know where you're going. Um so he gave me first turn. Uh, so I just popped the woods, summoned some dryads, stayed put. Um, it was it was interesting. I put the Heralda forward, just just as bait. I tended to use him as bait actually more than anything through the the weekend. So I put him forward, and um, it was interesting. The whole I'm going to run. Um, I'm going to spend command points to run. Then I'm going to... He had the Crimson Crown, so he got the six-inch piling uh, for free because you don't spend a command point if you use the Crimson Crown. Is that right? This seemed to be what was yeah, happening. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. then because he could pile in six inches, it was it was pretty good because he was just basically running things and getting within six inches, however he was speeding them up. And then being able to pile in, and then because it was part of the council, other things get to pile in or whatever. So yeah, it was quite nice. It was it was educational. Um, I got turn two and I had to take it. Um, I think based on where all where his bloodthirsters were, it was quite interesting. I'm looking at the scores. I got priority every single turn. Um, so I rolled it second, third, fourth, and fifth turn, and we were. 2-2 two, two on victory points, 8-8, eight, 16-16, eight, and then he just absolutely minced me, and it went to 31-22 mm-hmm. um, for him. So it it I made the play. I, I popped through the woods. He'd left a tiny little opening. Um, I went for it. I got I got his his um, comet, um, and well, anyway, uh, he, yeah, he. he he summoned another bloodthirster with his blood tithe points, and then it charged in and just wiped out the um. It wiped me out. So for turn five, I just I didn't have the bodies left to to take things back. Um. So, but yeah, it was it was good, and uh, Ben was really good actually. He was a. Uh, I've only ever seen them him and uh and uh Ben Curry. I've only ever seen him in the past events years ago like at Warhammer World 
um, where they've either been playing or at events they've been running, like when we went to Six Nations. And to be honest, I thought they were a bit... don't want to sound novish myself, but I thought they were a bit standoffish. Like, But they weren't. They were really, really friendly. And uh, and it was good to be in a quite a relaxed situation with them to have a chat mm. um, because... You know, he was running it. It was a small event, so Ben Curry could have a chat, and Ben Johnson was the same. I played him game one, then we had lunch, so I sat with those two. Um, had plenty of pizza, as I say, fueled the diabetes or whatever. I'll, I'll get it one day, and uh, and we were just chatting about stuff in general. I think that the it, it's it's funny because I'm cautious how when I'm speaking to people about stuff and, and I'm always mindful of what I'm saying um and I was chatting to him about and I didn't want to you know say something to to Ben about upcoming releases or anything too controversial because he was there enjoying himself you know at an event acting as the standing player or whatever um but some of the people were much less tactful really? one or, oh yeah one or two people were just you know, total bashing the company or this should be changed, that should be changed. I don't know whether they knew, they didn't know that it worked for the company or whatever, which I find very hard to believe. But he held, handled it really well. And I think that he was a, it was a credit and, you know, he never, never, you know, he, he kept composure, never said anything wrong and everybody felt happy. Uh, everyone was, uh, yeah, everyone was uh, spoken to well, even though they were, probably saying stuff that i'd probably struggle to i mean i thought they were a bit out of line so <laughs> i just struggled and i'm i'm really uh <laughs> all right but yeah and it, it, to be honest i think uh it's it's in a good place he's very passionate about the game and i think that um it's good that if you've got people who are that passionate about the game involved in it and they get a lot you can never please everybody and there's always going to be people criticizing and i think that um with social media the way it is at the moment it's intensified more than ever before and i think that uh, yeah it was good i felt i felt a, a lot happier about the state of the game and things after after that that event just just from talking to him and and i have to hold my hands up and say yeah i was a bit wrong thinking it was clicky in the past and it might have been uh, back in eighth edition when i'd seen them at events and things and they obviously had the serious faces on and were competing and um maybe it felt a bit standoffish but uh no they were really nice and made to feel really welcome despite getting absolutely battered and i liked that because as a spare player sometimes yeah people go easy or you know pull punches and this that and the other or take a, and, take and a, I take a stupid really, list yeah i thought it was really good that he uh, he just went all in and yeah it was good I think, uh, yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind playing them again. So you worked your hardest to try and attract them up north, did you? Well, no, they mentioned it. He did say, oh, and we were chatting over lunch and stuff. And uh, and he was, when he was doing, he was tweeting pictures and things and tagging me. And he realised um, that we were involved in the podcast and stuff. And he did put um, Ben Curry on the spot there and said, they've offered free tickets, will you come up? Yeah. Ben, ben couldn't get the pass. So I think he's, you know. It's, the door isn't isn't closed. I'm yeah, sure if you can find some, yeah, yeah, yeah. we definitely welcome them. And I think, uh, we'll I, think be, I think it'd be really good for our community to be able to uh, hear because we sometimes do feel a bit distant. I know it's not far to 
Nottingham and, and things, but uh, they're really lucky those guys down there who have who have that on the doorstep and who have contact with um, yeah. the designers and whatnot. And it'd be really good if, you know, we don't get seminars and things up here. We don't get people talking about um, what goes into uh, this, that and the other. So, so, yeah, please come at some point. Anyway, after lunch, um, I went up against uh, a guy called Dave and it was it was it was places of arcane power again so i'd just played that a couple of days earlier at twin realms so i had my my strategy in place and he was playing uh he got he, he got the triple crown he got the treble actually he got best painted best sports with all oh, yeah. sports boats and the wooden spoon uh dave he had a mixed order army and he was uh, he had a king on hippogriff as his general and it was a Bretonian dwarf and mixed army, mixed order army. Um, but yeah, it was pretty one-sided. Um, I got first turn, got three points. Second turn he took, and I was up 7-1. Then I was up 13-3 in third turn. I got the fourth turn, and, and yeah, by that point, he had very little left. And mathematically, he couldn't win, so we called it there. Um, but he was a really nice guy. Uh, I think he was French, um, and yeah, he was he was really keen, and his his army looked absolutely phenomenal. It was really really nice, and he's going to heat two. I think he'd been to heat one and got a nom. Um, but he's a uh, yeah, he's he he was a good bloke. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, that was I think that. My list does all right in places of arcane power. If you're playing some an army that's not built for it, because breaking through those um, those thirty man dryad blocks that have got the branch racing, you've got no line of sight for things, and I've got them both planted in wildwoods, and then uh, Durthu and the the uh, the sides are just going around killing characters. It it works quite well. And then lastly, I played against a. Uh, a lad called James Beden, who um, was playing with Seraphon. Uh, he had a Scar veteran on Carnosaur as his general. It was a funny list. He talked me through it, and I said, well, where's your summoning? And he didn't have any summoning. Um, he had like a Saurus, a Saurus list. I have got a copy of his list. It was interesting, and I thought at first, well, what's this all about? Um, and I felt really bad by the end. It was one of those where... He, he was really quite demoralised by the end of it and he was bemoaning the fact he didn't have a book, rightly enough, like an update. But he'd got to the stage where he said, you know, he, he was considering never playing with them again. Um, so I felt pretty bad for him because he'd had three pretty harsh games, I think. But um, yeah, it, it was 26-7 on victory points at the end. We were playing um, Total Commitment, which again isn't one of my stronger ones, but... Um, he had a pretty good trick where he, he he had the brooch and he had quite a lot of command points and he was stacking all he was stacking the additional attacks so he was putting bites onto things and then he first of all put it onto his little scar veteran on cold one or whatever they called them little fellas on the night and he he buffed it up teleported it over and put it into my heralder who was the bait again. And I realised just how tanky it was. It was like on plus six attacks or something, because he was stacking this plus two attacks with the bites. Um, 
and he was doing all sorts of these different things and you know he had all these tokens and i thought jesus if he does that on one of those big things he's going to absolutely batter me because he had two carnosaurs and this little guy that were running at you basically that was there to just absolutely eat whatever they got near with the bubbles of of command and so i thought right i've got to kill i've got to kill the thing i said well what's the thing that's uh putting the extra attacks on because you know i've got to kill that um so i went in and the size just demolished it in the first turn and then dirthu killed the other one and yeah it, it was pretty bad he had nothing left by the end really so he and he he scored zero i i i took everything apart from i think it was a skink star priest um and yeah he didn't kill anything uh, so i felt pretty bad for him at the end but it was good it was a good event i think i uh uh i think i actually came seventh because it was done on kill points but arwen said i came joint second because it was two wins so i'll take that so there was only one person on three majors and that was um a pretty standard uh gristle go build and uh yeah it was a it was a solid list and and um the guy knew how to knew how to wield it so i know he was honing it ready for bobo and eat too um so yeah good luck to him he's uh he listens to us along with a couple of the other chaps oh, there, so. cool so, yeah, so was that a full realms event no no realms no realms no realms interesting all, yeah. oh, interesting interesting yeah. just, just scenarios there was no realms no realm spells no realm skates secondaries uh no secondaries no secondaries interesting interesting no it was pretty um it was more like a club a club sort of night mm. but as a club day i think it's i, I think i'll I... say that there was a guy from france there was a guy from northampton there was me from orkney um and then yeah there was a bunch of guys who were pretty local but yeah it's uh i think it is growing in popularity but there is a core of people who are from the local club there mm. that's cool yeah it's good i'd recommend people to go along it's uh it's definitely um a good way to get some practice in there's there's a good mix of of lists and abilities there was uh there was all sorts there a few stormcast lists there was the gristle go one um that ran away with it really i think he got something like full six thousand kill points and um undefeated um there was there was the corn list there was uh there was a couple of seraphon there was a couple of sylvaness um it was very hard order heavy i think there was a gloom spike gets um but yeah it was it's definitely worth it if you're in the region i'd, I'd recommend it i drove down from stockport it only took me an hour and 15 minutes to get there an hour and 20 minutes or something um which they were stu- stunned at because they said whenever they drive up to i was speaking to um uh to ben curry and he said last time he went up it must have been to face hammer or something it took him six hours he reckoned but he had to what? go by nottingham um so i don't know which way they went they must have gone across to nottingham up the m1 and across the 62 which is yeah i wouldn't do that but i um i just cut over land and uh yeah it took no time really i left really early just in case and i ended up sat in the car painting a heralda for an hour while i waited for it to open <laughs> so yeah it was no, it was a good day recommend it so there you go that's the bad dice bash um so yeah great 
That sounds good. I'd like to get down there more. And... Yes. So what are your guys, you guys have all got, that's me, but you guys have got Heat 2 coming up in, well, two weeks. Mm. So what are you taking then, Scott? Are you going, what are you, what are you going to be uh, transporting? Well, probably the Gristle Gore list. So it's going to be um, Terrorgeist, double Terrorgeist. Um, actually, I've, I've written it down back. I've not got the hands, but yeah, it's, it's sort of net, net listy Tony Moore esque Crystal Gore list. Um, double Terrorgeist, double Arch Regent. Yeah, double Arch Regent. Three times ten ghouls. Ghoul Patrol. Ghoul Patrol with the with the um, what's he called? The uh, Gast guy. Yeah, the Courtier, <laughs> uh, Stampede, um, and Command Points to Burn. That's probably the probably the list. Um, the the original plan was blister skin, but I mean this is much more binary. I I, I know you said Nathan and Liam, you should, you should take it because people will take it as well, and um, you, you know you do get a mix of folk at the heats. There's a lot of the people going there to do well and qualify, but you still get the guys down the bottom that are there just to play at Games Workshop at Warhammer World. So. I'm I'm kind of torn because I don't want to go and rip apart somebody and and destroy their hobby. Although you know you're turning up at heat, it's it's a match play tournament. You should, of course, you should expect to play hard lists, but it's it's still not quite me. I'm still not quite comfortable with it. <laughs> I reckon just as I reckon easily do it with blister skin, honestly. True, that all be, pops off. There'll be ten ten gristle gore lists there, must won't they? Yeah, and there'll probably be, there'll probably be twenty Gristle Gore counter lists there, so you know I might get shot off in mini games. But um, I'm I'm going to go ahead and try and that, that, that's definitely plan A now because it gets me get it gets me to, to paint some ghouls and get a stampede painted and uh, you know I do want to do that, so it gets it gets another list option for the fact for for the rest of the yeah. summer as well. So um, so yeah, that's that's my plan just now. I just got to get my head down and paint. Thirty ghouls and a and a stampede, but my fake scheme is pretty straightforward. It's, it's it's it was it was done for Six Nations a couple of years ago, and it's it, I rattled it off pretty quickly for then. So, and I don't have any bloody wings to paint, so that's good. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, I hope you you do well, and I look forward to quizzing you on it. I always like that actually. If I don't go to the event because I can just just uh, question you as cold, and um, mm. and it, and it's it's good for listeners, I think, because. Well, I'm, really, I'm really looking forward to it. Having, having done it last year, you didn't know really what you're walking into. Um, whereas now, it's you, you know exactly what it's going to be like, and that takes a little bit of the, you know, a little bit of stress out of it. So it's really looking forward to this thing. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, I look forward to it, and um, we'll hopefully, well, we will catch you guys after that, but before Bobo, because I think Bobo's two weeks after it, isn't it? Um, I think it's two weeks after, so it'll give us time to is, do another. Yeah another one before that so what about yourself then liam are you are you are you deep kin i'm not well not at the moment uh oh. i've uh, very luckily been able to borrow spadge's slanesh army oh, all right so i may be taking that i'm still very much on the fence i would probably not take slanesh if the book gets released that day just because i'd be pining at game four three Three to five after reading the book on how yeah. much I want to play the new stuff, sort of thing. Uh, so I'm kind of just probably either that or Deepkin, or might do what Scott's doing, and I'll just ask Nell to borrow his feck armor for <laughs> <laughs> Do it, do it. You should take the feck because then that's three going down from Scotland, <laughs> <laughs> going down to kick some ass and take some names. 
we won't be getting anybody coming back though, will we? <laughs> like, oh, we're not going to play in Scotland. <laughs> yeah. So what about you then, uh, Nathan? Uh, taking Deepkin. Um, yeah. I've got a dinner date with James Tinsdale on the Friday night. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> and everything. We're gonna. There was a promise on the WhatsApp of Lady and Tramping an ogre burger, but somebody's <laughs> told me that they don't do the ogre burger anymore. So. Oh, but um, no, I'm taking everything down, and I'm hoping that the darling of the deep's gonna pick my list for me. <laughs> I'll play whatever he tells me to. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm gonna play you like a fiddle. That's it. <laughs> He's already made a promise to play me on game one. Uh, no, tab- table one, game five on the stream. So I don't know. We'll see if that happens. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know what I'm playing exactly yet, but I'm gonna take the deepkin. Cool. Well, that should be good. So, uh, what what are your hopes between you all? What 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 would you be happy with coming away with Scott in terms of results? Oh, I, I always say three wins, and I, I very rarely manage it. But with Bristol Gore, you know, <laughs> you might. Yeah, twenty five turns. <laughs> no, I don't want twenty five turns. Well, yeah, okay. Not with Bristol Gore, you don't. No. Uh, so, what, what about you two? What about you, Liam? What what would you be comfortable with? Again, Mars, what I take. I'd be happy with a four-one. Four-one would be kind of my aim. Yeah. Uh, I'm still at the moment pondering on uh, Slanesh. I kind of. I've had a game this week against Skaven that just really deteriorated my feelings on the army. But it's obviously more that Skaven's the issue than things I can do about it. So if mm-hmm. I played five Skaven games, I'm, I'd probably. It won't be a good podcast uh, to talk to me about. But... <laughs> I'll find a day when you're busy to do that one. <laughs> what about yourself, Nathan? Uh, I would, I would, I'm aiming for three two, um, because I don't think that I can comfortably aim any higher without knowing what the meta is going to be like. So, if I go there and there is loads of feck and no feck counters, then. I'll probably end up like it's a 50 50 that game if I play Flesh Eater Court. So I could end up playing them twice and losing. So, but if there's a lot of thick counters, then it probably plays into my favor because like Deep can handle shooting relatively well. If there's a lot of Skaven, I think Deep can are not too bad against Skaven from the one game experience I've had and looking at it on paper. So, yeah, I'd be happy for 3-2. More than anything, I really want to get on stream. So, <laughs> And my one aim is to not play Mike Callahan on a hero mission all weekend. <laughs> on stream. So if I can... Oh, if, it's on, uh, if it's on stream, I'm just going to... That, that, if, if I'm playing Mike Callahan and they ask if they can stream it, I'm going to need to say no. <laughs> because I don't, want the, I don't want them to see me crying on TV. So It's all right. They don't show your face. I know. <laughs> They're just all the tears and amongst my dice. <laughs> Your jerky body movements. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so that'll be good. So we've got that. That's uh, another one south. We've got Bobo coming up, which is south, but have we got anything what what's the what's the schedule of events for for north of the border? We're up north here, of the border, so, north of the wall. So we've got a a new event uh, next month, Wrath of the God King, which John Harper's going to be running. Uh, it's a one-day, three-game usual. Uh, That's the same points. day as Bobo, same that one, Bobo. isn't it? Yeah. Same day as Bobo, yeah. Um, so I'm just updating TG, actually, as we speak. There's an Aberdeen Stone event uh, oh, the same weekend as Heat 2, uh, oh, on the Saturday. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. okay. I'll, I'll need to add that then as well. Is anybody? I have a cap to that. Because uh, a few guys will be like John Bayless probably go to that, won't he? So anyway, I'll need to add that to the, to the calendar. I forgot about that one. So there's that's May, um, and then June. Well, we're not far from Six Nations now, so you guys are all involved in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. otherwise, up here there's Cry Havoc again. John will be involved heavily in that, and that's the fifteenth of June, so a month later, middle of June again, one day, three games. Um, so Wrath of God Kings at Common Ground, um, Cry Havoc's the usual dwarf um, club um, centre in Dunfermline, Del Farkerson centre. I think that's going to be a bit busier this year. I've been talking to John, and they've got a lot of new players that have been dipping their toe into Age of Sigmar. So good, good, good. That'll be, be good. good yeah, the, the dwarf ones have been a bit low-key the last few years, so it'll be good to see them boosted. Um, and beyond that, the next one on the calendar is Northern Invasion in, in mid-July, so 13th, yeah. 14th at Common yeah, Ground. We're, we're, uh, we're full, so we've got 50 souls. Um, I suppose we can we can open a, a reserve list if anybody is interested, send us a message. There are a few people there on the list that I've been very, very kind to that, um, that haven't actually paid me the pennies yet, so um, if, that mean, if that's you be mindful and get it sent in before the reserve list starts getting populated or else people will start snatching your places. I'll maybe fire a quick message out. There's not many. There's a, a very select few that that agreed it. Uh but yeah we've got we've got that. Um we'll, we can't get any more in. I mean fifth is the absolute upper limit. Um prizes are home for that now most of them. I've got in quite a lot of stuff made. Um which isn't going to get back. I've given, well, it should be here by the beginning of June. A lot of the stuff we're getting made, we've got, uh, we're getting stuff <laughs> made all over. Um, our friends at Playmats are uh, knocking it out of the park. They're making some pretty special stuff for us, so that's oh, wow. good. Um, so there'll be, there'll be plenty of stuff from them. Um, the dice are coming from the States. Chessex are making them, so... Um, they should be home soon. Um, the hammer is home. The best in each alliance prizes are home. Um, there's plenty of other things. I think I'm just waiting on um, before I can. I'm hoping to release the pack in the next day or two. The draft pack. Um, try and get it out over the weekend. Um, probably by the beginning of next week, actually, because I need a. Uh, to be able to turn it into a PDF um, on my lunch break <laughs> at work because I don't have that function at home. Uh, but yeah, it should be out very soon, but I'm just waiting on news on the last couple of supporters, uh, whether or not to include them in the pack, so that's why it's a bit late. But I always said it was going to be the, the end of April. Some good news that we've got people coming over from Ireland now to play, so that's nice. The, uh, Excellent. The Irish, the Irish contingent are going to come and smash us up. We've got people from uh, the south, people from the north and the isles. Um, we have uh, promises or threats of the Norwegians coming over next year, so that should be good fun. Yeah, um, so we'll, we'll work on them. Yes, we will. Um, but no, that's good. So that's that's Northern Invasion in July. Um, what have we got after that? We've got Warpath in August, is it? Um, we have yeah, it's August. August tenth. August tenth. There we go. Think, yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, one day again at Common Ground, and then in September we've got a two-day onslaught. This is onslaught is a new event. Warpath is kind of returning, uh, but onslaught Mark Roberts running that. That's two day in September. Um, I think he started taking signups already as well. Yeah. Um, yep, he has. I've got the link. I've got link on the on the the events page. So I'm just updating the events page just now. And on TGA, if you search for the Scottish AOS calendar 2019, it should be near the top now because I've just I've just edited it. Um, so live on pod. Um, <laughs> so there you go. There's links to the sign up pages in there. And then after that, um, the howling is, is howling in October. October. That's Mike's. Yeah, he's been he's been taking uh, kind of votes on whether it should be a two dare or a one dare, and I think he's landed back on just keep keeping it as a one dare. Oh. So that's uh, end of October, twenty sixth of October, uh, common ground again. So. Um, ah, but that, got... that that may change again. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I said I'd come whether it was two or one, but yeah. um, I always prefer two, um, just because I'm away from home for a couple of days anyway. So I'd yeah. rather make it uh, two. But ah, it's good to have a good mixture, and for those people who can't get the pass for the full weekend, it's it's good yeah. that they can have a that they can have three events a year that they can go to as well, so that they can uh, they can get yeah. the scores in if that's what they want to do. Exactly. So might as well keep going. So Winter War in November, that's the Dwarf event. Um, and that's usually a charity event. I don't, I'm not sure what they're planning for this year. I know there was talk of a few, maybe a few tweaks and changes, but that's, that's anyway, it's bookmarked for November. So we'll see what pans out there from John and co. Is that and another one in Dunfermline? Because I've never Dunfermline. made it to one of their... Uh, their the Have you not been there? Oh, right. No, no, it's, it's a tricky one for me to get to. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's not that easy. Um, well, from, you can always get down to my neck of the woods. I'll I'll take you over. But yeah. um, so that's November, and then the last one in the calendar just now is the Masters. So that's been booked for the seventh and eighth of December. Although I I've seen um a date for for a certain a certain event in January. Yeah, I've so I've uh, <laughs> it dawned on me last night that I hadn't booked anything with Steve. So. I, I missed him to check because I thought I, I know I'd booked the Masters, but I, I suspected I hadn't booked rebooked Tempest for January. So, um, so I got that booked. So that's going to be the. Let me get my calendar up so I don't get the date wrong. It's going to be uh, the eighteenth and nineteenth of January, twenty twenty. So it's it's the same sort of weekend timing as usual. It's like the th- third weekend in January. So you got plenty of time after New Year to get all your Christmas stuff bought and painted and. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try and I'll try and make that one. It's yeah. difficult because Arwen goes climbing, and I've been really lucky the last two years because she goes twice in January and twice in February, um, and they've fallen either side of Tempest the last oh, two right. years, like the Saturday before and the Saturday after. So when the climbing dates are announced, I'll have to check. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's the same. It's the same weekend as last year, basically. So as, as this year. Um, so that's just been booked. Uh, I, I stuck a tweet on today just to say, save the date for that. So that'll be the usual two-day. We'll wait and see what comes with General's Handbook, Realms, blah, blah, and the new all the new stuff. But um, I've advertised it as a 50-player, seeing as that's the, that's what you've done for Northern Invasion. Um, so if Steve's happy with 50, then I'll, I'll, I'll make it 50, and we'll see if we can sell it out as well. Good That'd stuff. be great. Yeah. Exciting times. And we'll, we'll work on the Norwegians when we make it up there. Yes. Yes. No, that's exciting. Excellent. So, uh, 
Well, I think that's uh, that, that's us covered what we're covering. It's it's been a, a bit of an epic chat since we've been away for a couple of weeks, but we'll be back sooner this time, I think. Um, yep. Uh, Post heat two. Yeah. Maybe maybe well we can maybe capture Bobo's. You're still going to Bobo, aren't you, Stu? I am. Yeah. 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 So there's quite a few of us going down for that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we do. I don't know. See what happens. Post heat <laughs> yeah. two pre Bobo maybe. Yeah, post yeah. two pre-bow. I'm going to do something with um, Rich Strachan on on his his um his, yes on his um foray into the Black Library. Um, I buy that. Maledictions. He's been signed for another. He's been signed for another short story as well. He has. Yeah, he's doing yeah. another one, so that's good. I think it might be worth us doing maybe after Bobo doing a a post Bobo pre Six Nations and going through the pack. Because I've not heard any of the other podcasts talk through the pack yet for Six Nations, and that might be a, of interest to some people because there's some quite interesting secondaries and things in there. Isn't yeah. There? yeah, we can probably chat Donal up to get him back. Yeah, on. get him on. So, seeing as though he, uh, he, yeah, uh, we were his first, I'm sure he'll be loyal to us and come back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, and and good night from from me. Good night from me. <laughs> Nearly. It's it's seamless every time. <laughs> Soon I discovered that this rock thing was true. Jerry Lee Lewis was the devil. Jesus was an architect previous to his career as a prophet. All of a sudden, I found myself in love with the world. So there was only one thing that I could do. It was ding-a-ding-dang, my dang-a-long-ling-long.
Jesus built my car. It's a love affair. Mainly Jesus and my hot rod. Yeah, fuck it.